You are now tuned into FNL Radio. Run for cover, motherfucker! You are now tuned to FNL Live with Dr. Monique. Time to laugh your ass off. All right, everybody. So, of course, you know, FNL, it seems like the years go by so fast and everything like that. And just last year, uh, almost a year ago now, we had our next guest on the show as a he was preparing to his journey for being a presidential candidate for 2020. And we told him anytime, you know, he wanted to come on the show, he's always welcome. Because once you're a guest on FNL, you're a guest for life and you're always here. You can always join the show. And, you know, sometimes you would be a little crazy, but if you accept that crazy here on the FNL, then you're part of the family for life. So that has not gone, not gone unnoticed at all. Now he's starting on the current season of Chasing Dallas, and he has more things coming down the pipeline. So, everybody, I'm going to give you the reintroduction of Mr. Rock Rockefeller here on the show. How you doing? What's going on? I'm back. I'm back. All right, all right, all right. Let's get it started, honey. Yes, yes. I'm, you know, I'm always ready and down for the cause. Okay, well, you know if you stay ready, you ain't never got to get ready. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, bad news, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> so the last time we spent a little time with you, Rock, you were preparing to throw your hat into the political ring. You were preparing to run for the president of the United States of America in this year's presidential election. But now you've gone from chasing the presidency to chasing Dallas. So tell us what has happened as it relates to your bid to be the new president. So basically, um, the way that I look at it, as I continue, you know, doing my research, because that that was something that I was serious about doing um, amongst all the doubts and the negativity amongst the positive stuff that I received. You know, you every it's there's no balance if you don't have any bad with the good. But there were a lot of people uh, both on social media. Uh, well, I would say social media platforms like Twitter and Instagram that were giving. I got more positive feedback on Instagram than I did on Twitter, of course, because I had to create a hey, a whole new Twitter account and stuff like that. But it, and, and I'm gonna get into the, the, the chasing Dallas. You know, can I cuss? I can still cuss on her, right? Oh yeah. Listen, I you can, can say whatever the fuck <laughs> you want to say. So the shit that that went on with that, but you know, my heart was was in it. You know, you know, I know that people had their doubts because of my, um, my 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 position in the industry and the things that I did. And I was just pretty much like, well, just because, you know, I was doing it doesn't mean that I don't have a vision or there's not something that, you know, I have an eye on as far as for our country because we all sit around and see what the country has been dealing with and what the country's going through. And just when, mm-hmm. you know, a black man or a young black man or a black man that has just like a lot of people do a small uh, speed bump in their past or not even speed bump as far as, you know, shit that I've dealt with, you know, for the past outside of doing porn, because I don't consider doing adult films bad, you know what I'm saying? But we Mm -hmm. all have our hurdles, but if we are always looking to make a change or do something, you know what I'm saying? Especially within the black community, not just the gay community, but the black community, 
you should be supportive. And one of the things I noticed that we have a problem with in the black community, not just the, the LGBT community, is that we don't support each other enough. And when I started getting the negativity, all they did was just prove the point. You all that are out there making these negative comments, oh, this is a joke. Oh, he's not going to do this. He would never be president, nothing like that. But see, that's the problem. You all don't know how to unite around somebody. But yet when you see certain people, like right now, you know, I've always been going for Joe Biden. Even when I sat back and noticed, okay, you know, I'm not financially in the position, you know what I'm saying, to run for office because when I when I did further research into it, you know, it's it's all driven by money. You know, it will be nice for that to change one day when it's not driven by based on how much money you have or how much money you can get, but more so, you know, what it is you're able to bring and what the people want to do, not just how much money you got in your pocket. But when people started to look at that, I'm like, you know what? I'm still going to go for Joe Biden. He's always been a favorite, not because he was Barack uh, vice president. It's because I saw the things that he did when he was vice president. And a lot of people don't look at that. They go, oh, well, he didn't do this. and He didn't do that. Just because shit wasn't working out for your ass right when you wanted to doesn't make or mean that that man wasn't a good vice president. If Barack Obama picked Biden to be his vice president and he said a lot of good things about this man, obviously he was good enough to be the black president's vice president. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So as I stepped back from that, I said, OK, you know, I'm, I was still doing that, you know, trying to run for it when I got onto the, the Chase in Dallas cast. Um, mm-hmm. so going into that, if you, you all want me to kind of push into that, or you can ask me certain questions, but I just wanted to get on top of that, ask the question about the whole, why I backed out was because of mostly because of the, the financial end I saw. And plus the democratic, it was crowded as hell. Everybody and their mama that was a Democrat wanted to run for president. Hell, hell, I was going to run my damn stuff. I was going to say, Monique, go ahead and jump on in there. You know what I'm saying? If we can just pop off with the the president and vice president, we'll say, we got our team together already. All right. Win. Well, look, I'm I'm down for the next one. (laughs) I'm not against it. And Reggie can be our um, campaign manager. We can do that. And then after we get it, then we can bring Reggie on as like the chief of staff or the secretary of defense or something like that. As long as he pays me my money. (laughs) You get a coin. She wanted dollars. And let me me ask you this real quick. quick. I know I'm kind of going up the coast. What do you think about Bernie Sanders? Do you think that he's going to live to see uh, the election in November? You know what? Honestly, just from a perspective of, of looking at both Sanders and Biden, Sanders doesn't give me presidential. Uh, he, he is a, a revolutionist. You know, he gives me that, you know, uh, activist type bill. And, you know, he's better off good serving in the Senate, which he has been doing for years. He and plus he's to me, he's he's old. He's really old. Yeah, you know, that's when, what I was saying. Do you when Biden think gave that God his, is going to spare him and let him see no Yeah, And he like the oldest, like in his 80s. About 94. Right. Now, did you all see the um because Biden gave a he did a press conference when he was talking about the coronavirus. When he's mm-hmm. when he did the when he did the, the press conference, he looked very presidential. He sounded very presidential. He was standing upright, back straight and strong. He spoke clear and concise to words to the things that was going on to people understood that wasn't, you know, where he didn't sound like he didn't know what he was talking about versus Bernie's when he tried to copy what Biden did, he's like slunched over and 
slobbing from the mouth a little bit and just yeah. mumbling. It's just like, okay, Bernie, I get it. You know, at first I was even hoping, like, dude, just just back out. Everybody dropped out and supported Biden. Yeah. You know what? We're not going to keep fighting each other. Let's just because I would have did the same thing had I had that kind of money. But like, you know what? I'm going to jump on team Biden and just push it all toward him. No sense of wasting time of us arguing, going back and forth and trying to prove who can't do what when we can all work together and make something happen. The goal, as everyone has stated, the ultimate goal is to get Trump out of office. Well, Bernie, if that was the case, then why are you pushing this on? Why do a debate on Sunday? Why put, you know, Biden through all these other um, elections and Super Tuesdays are coming up when you already know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's right. what I was going to say. He recently made the statement that definitely Joe Biden has his vote, but he still wants to move forward with the debate and he's definitely going to challenge him on some things right. and wants to get his perspective, you know, on certain views and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's it's a whole ass mess. It so. is. And he just wants to get Biden like outstanding in public and, and saying things out. But that it still doesn't it's not going to change anything. It just makes it just draws it out more. You know, right. just you're just wasting money that you could be putting toward Biden's campaign to sit up and hold, you know, a, a, a debate for no reason. You don't need a debate. We, it's America's pretty much already chosen as far as Democratic and most liberals have already chosen who they said, look, Bernie, we, we get what you're doing, but we got to say this. We're going to go with Biden. We support you. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go with Biden. And that's coming from people who would typically vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And yeah. so, yeah. So the thing I would say about FNL, too, and when we did our interview with you before, before I get into the next question, is that yeah. uh, the last show uh, that we did with you, really gave people a different insight to who you are because people, uh, the feedback I was getting, like you were saying, mentioning, you know, there was some negativity on Twitter, but on Instagram, you got, you know, more support. And some of the support that I, um, that I looked at from everyone that was um, listening to the show was saying, they didn't know, you know, things about you. They didn't know you spoke, you know, that well and things like that. They didn't know that you had all these visions and plans and stuff. So that was something that really showed a new light on who you are and not just who people think you are. And I think that's why we have this platform at FNL because, we can be crazy and rational here sometimes, and but we're real educational, we're real informative, and everything. So I thank you for you know bringing us you know who you are on the last show for real. Um, no problem. I, I appreciate y'all bringing me on because it, I, if one thing I don't stress to like my friends and stuff and people that like fans, like there's more to me than just like porn. There's more to be than just you know you know, fucking the boys on camera or filming and being out of these clubs and stuff. I'm a very intelligent and articulate individual, you know, but I can all, I know how to be around, you know, my type of crowd. I can be around my people and still be able to talk. Like I got some sense. If you want to act up and get ignorant, you know, then I, I know how to deflect that bullshit, you know? Oh yeah. We definitely, we definitely get into that on uh, in a little bit, but um... <laughs> <laughs> we we got some questions. That oh, we want I to cannot get the, wait. Yes, we got some questions that we want to get the answers to tonight. Okay, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, but, um, be- before we uh, jump to the other area, um, we want to talk real quick as far as do you still have any um, turns to be active, like in politics or even just you know being involved in the community with some of the plans that you uh, want to bring forth to light and everything. Well. I've I've mostly just been monitoring what's been going on as far as the 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 current election with the the uh, candidates and stuff like that. 
um, following the the, uh, debates very closely and stuff. Eventually, there might be times where I will try to find my place in certain communities uh, now that I'm down here in Florida to become more active as far as communicating with, you know, the blacks, the LBG community, speaking out, maybe even trying to do stuff at schools and helping people being able to feel comfortable being part of the LBG community. And then if there's certain things that they want to look forward to do in life and not mm-hmm. to feel as though if people are going to look down on you, hey, you want to get in politics, get into politics. If you want to get into adult entertainment, that's not a crime. It's perfectly legal. It's just how you go about doing it. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with doing it. So I, I kind of want to get a voice out there because a lot of our young folks need it. Um, and they can't learn that stuff from Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So it's better to come from somebody who has a footing in that, you know, in that field from both perspectives. I've dealt with, you know, being in law enforcement. I've, I've had the unfortunate of being, you know, caught up on the wrong side of the law. You know what I'm saying? I've had the somewhat experience of being involved in politics and then running my own business. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So still on the political side of things, you know, we ain't got to the mess just yet. No, I got you. But still on the, <laughs> on the political side of things, what changes would you like to see brought forward? Well, once once Biden makes it into office, um, I definitely hope that, you know, he's able to get something worked out uh, when it comes to with the with the Medicare. I like the Obamacare. I didn't see any problems with it. There could be some changes that he may bring on to that would make it easier for people to acquire health care and be able to get this type of doctors that they need. Medication is not expensive because, you know, we have a lot of things going on with people uh, that are living with HIV and AIDS and stuff like that. So maybe get it to where they don't have to pay as much or have to go through so many red tape to get the care that they need um, more outreach centers and stuff like that, especially in the black community, there needs to be, and I know it's going to be hard, uh, but he needs to bring somebody on his team that will assist him in getting recognition to the black agenda mm-hmm. uh, because it's, it's, it's been ignored. Um, each time I feel that when Obama's office, you know, he had his plans on what, he wanted to do to touch base on that. And I believe he did because things got easier for us. It wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. but it was better than what it was than we had to deal with the eight years of the Bush, you know, when Bush was in uh, the Bush administration. Yeah. So mm-hmm. most blacks may not agree with that. Oh, what has he done for me? This man's not going to come from Washington, D.C., the White House, to come to your house and say, what do you need? You know what I'm saying? You got to get out there and do work. He's the president of the United States. That's what governors and mayors or for they are to deal with the local government that the president's got so much more shit to deal with yeah but and i do want to see that done and, and touched on more yeah and that is a reason why we always stress anybody who listens to our show knows that we always stress that you have to have to it's, it's not just you know important for you to vote during the presidential elections but definitely when the local elections come around you have to get out we have to go out in record numbers because yes. that's where you see you know again you know what happens with your school district Mm -hmm. um you know certain local policies and things like that you know Mm -hmm. because those those branches of the government Mm -hmm. are within the state each state has their their three branches of government either you have the federal but you still have your state and local governments that you can go through hey this has happened with the police department then talk to the mayor you know, if that doesn't mm-hmm. happen, then, then mm-hmm. send a letter to the attorney general's office. You know what I'm saying? Talk to the, the, the governor. Send your letters or write to your secretary of state. These are people that can make things happen. Talk to your, your local representative, your state senator, 
your congressman of your state, you know what I'm saying? Talk to those representatives who can then make your voice heard in yeah, DC. And fight on your you behalf. Know, the, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's how it starts. It's a it's a trickle effect. You vote for people in your state, whether you're Democratic or Republican or whatever. But me, when I vote, when I vote, I vote Democratic. So if I want, you know, Democrats to keep the House, I'm, of course I'm gonna vote Democratic. Mm-hmm. If yeah. we need the Democrats to take the Senate, then that's common sense when you're voting in your in your local state or city, you need to vote Democratic. That's how that works. You get people in the Senate that are Democratic, in the House take, to maintain control, then it makes it easier for certain things that people have their voice on, like, you know, whether people are struggling with getting jobs and getting welfare and stuff like that, then these are the people that you need to have in the position. So when bills come by, when the House sends something to the Senate, it's not going to be a struggle on the, you know, hey, they're going to pass it, they're going to vote on it or not. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it doesn't get past the Senate, it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And just even, you know, simple things as your water and things, look at all that shit that happened in Flint, Michigan. Right. Oh, my God. Who, yeah. The person that, you know, controls the water and the, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it is important to, again, not only vote during the presidential election, but definitely in your local elections. Because exactly. that's where your voice, you know, is truly, truly heard. Exactly. Exactly. And, and maybe people just should just educate themselves, you know, more on it. Nobody is telling you to sit down and read a book. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to believe everything that you see on Facebook. But a majority of the time, uh, to me, personally, a reliable source of news that I've tuned to if not local, I definitely watch C-SPAN and CNN. Mm-hmm. You know, Fox to me is just two straight Republican yeah. and they're all, you can see where they're in. You can see where their head is mm-hmm. because they come to defense every time Trump screws up and says something stupid. Oh, well, he's just, you know, he lost his rattle and he didn't get his bottle when he needed yeah. it. So it's okay for him to behave the way he's behaving. Like, he's just a fucking asshole. Just listening to him when I do listen to him, it's for entertainment. Yeah. It's not to sit up and take that man seriously because he, he can't be taken seriously. But I tell people, if you're not sure what's going on or you wonder why I sit up and I'm always tuned in to CNN when I'm in my car, if I'm sitting down on my laptop and I'm working, I've got CNN open in another browser because I want to keep up on what's going on right. and, in the world. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Um, and I'm telling you, you know, you think about, you know, when you were younger and when you were in school, you took government because you had to take it. It was a class that you needed in order mm-hmm. to graduate, you know, high school and, and to go through middle school and again, graduate high school. But now, you know, now that now that you're older, you think about the things, you know, and the way the government is, you know, constructed and, and situated mm-hmm. and things like that. Like I have a child who's nine. So again, when I go out and vote in my local elections, I am voting for people who's going to make the best decisions regarding my child. And, exactly. you know, his schooling exactly. and his education and even his safety at mm-hmm. school, you know, listen, I will be, you know, God willing. I will be 40 years old come June 22nd. I know I look like I'm 23, but you know, I I know that's so, but I will be 40. And so I have to think about, you know, retiring and will there be med? Will there be enough social security for me? Will Medicare be offered to me when I get of the age to retire? So all of those things, again, you know, when you make the right votes and you make your voice heard and, and, you know, you go cast your votes, those are the things things that you are setting you know making sure that 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 things for you are set up you see what i'm saying 
Right, no, that that I agree. And I, I think about agree. it, you know, I was like, oh shit, you know, I had to take this government class and have yeah. to just so I can get a diploma. <laughs> this shit don't matter to me. But, but now, now that I am older, all of these things are important. Very important. Very important. I completely agree. Absolutely, absolutely. So we got your take on, you know, the current presidential candidates. We know who you're going to be voting for. Um, but mm-hmm. as far as Orange Cheeto, what did you think Mm-mm. about the whole <laughs> impeachment trial when that was going on? It was a uh, showing itself. Just watching that whole situation go down and people caping for him on his side. I, I was just like, okay, now. You know what? <laughs> I, oh man, I mean, I was disappointed. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm say that yeah. I was very disappointed. But and and when you was hearing the the different comments that even Republican senators were saying, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 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 very proud of the House uh, using the power and and doing the investigations that they did, bringing forth the articles that they did, taking it all the way to the top, not backing down, not being afraid of the threats that were being tossed away, or what was going to happen, or oh, you guys are going to lose. And they didn't really care about whether they were going to win or lose, but they wanted really to make it known to the people that your president is abusing his power. He is doing things that he should not be doing that is considered unprecedented. You know, no one does things like that. You know, the the things that that Trump does. So when they had him in there and the folks were coming in, you pretty much knew all the the Republican senators going to say not guilty, except for the except for the one. Um, and and he was like really unsure if he should have done it, but yeah, he and, knew what. Uh, right. Well, should I had to side out his ass too? <laughs> yes. uh, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, you know, you know, he stated that he did what was right because he's a Christian. Those are the ones you got to watch out for the most. So. Right, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> he was scared. He was really scared. He was like, I don't know what's gonna happen to me, and uh, Donald Trump finds this out. But you know, because when he did a speech, he kind of like delayed it and you know got all teary-eyed but it's just at the same time you all are are voting it because you're part of the republican party and you don't want to hear donald trump's mouth you all are part of the senate you all's vote will determine if this man gets you know if the impeachment goes through and he gets indicted or not you know if you if you all would have went ahead and did this you who gives a fuck about what he would have said you get ready to get booted out of office nobody gives a damn you know what i'm saying to get impeached and he has to go through all this stuff, pull his ass, put Mike Pence ass up there. He won't last long, you know, and then you just move on up the thing. You know, I I, I hated it. I watched mm-hmm. it. You know, I, I, I heard the questions and even I don't know if you if you peeped it, the defense uh, for the for the president or for Donald Trump. They were like some of them were like, oh, God, I got to fucking defend this fucking right. idiot. You know what I'm saying? Because we're paying for it. But they even gave off their vibe like they didn't want to do it because some of them, when they went back and made the statements after the trial, were just like, you know, we had to use the information that we had based on these. Not even that, yes, the president did this, but blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, but you see that what he's doing is wrong and then you're trying to justify it. Like, come on. Right. I, yeah, it was, it was, I don't think it was a waste mm-hmm. of time. It was something that needed to be done. Yeah. As much as he set up and tried to railroad Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. now motherfucker, you've been impeached. Yeah. Like like Nancy Pelosi said, it doesn't matter. You were still impeached, guilty or not guilty. You were still impeached. It's on your record forever. You will been have been a president that have been impeached. Right. Period. That that's all that is. So good for him, yeah. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> 
I despise that man, I, y'all. The, yes, the feelings are mutual. We we hate the orange cheeto on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I typically try not to say that I hate anybody, but um, <laughs> I can uh, agree with that. I would say I use the word hate with the capital H A T E. Yes. Okay. Mm. So, mm. but now that you've gone from potential presidential elect to starring on Chase in Dallas, tell us more about that transition and what that's been like for you. Um, it was interesting um, getting on the show because I, I didn't, I saw it, you know, a, a little thing that they had did on Facebook where they were talking about it. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, let me, what the hell, let me go ahead and try it. I'm here in Dallas. Why not? And it was weird because I was still in, in the between of doing the, the run for presidency and I was still part of the industry. I hadn't quite yet submitted, you know, saying, hey, I'm retiring. I'm going to do this. I'd end up, I did end up doing a press release about it. But it was it was weird because when I got onto the show, um, as you all saw in the first episodes. Um, <laughs> now, during the filming, there was a different vibe, you know, what I'm saying some or one person would try me at times but i'm just a regular dude i don't a lot of shit don't get to me but i'll i'll see you know you're trying to push me when you'll say certain things thinking it's going to trigger me to react a certain way but i'm i'm not quick to to jump like that like i'll come back at you like okay motherfucker you need to chill you know what i'm saying and stop being so negative and support a black man you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um and I'm sure we'll talk about that individual, but it was it was a slight change. It wasn't too much different to me than just out being around friends or people and that just uh, hanging I go out, out yeah, just okay. hanging out, yeah, okay. yeah. People I don't know, but yeah. And then sometimes you get shit that's asked. It's like, what? Like, bro, you don't even know. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> At least I don't remember you. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But um. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> but, Go, come on but, with uh, it, y'all. <laughs> but when you were, um, I remember I, ch- I followed Chasing um, Reality Instagram page, and I remember I saw the trailer, and I hit Monique. I was like, "Yo, he's going to be on uh, Chasing Dallas because we religiously watched the Chasing series, like Chasing Atlanta, Chasing Dallas." Me and Monique are yeah. watching it and critiquing it. Diehard fans. So, Not typically. Well, I tried my hand. What was it? This it was this summer, Reggie. Reggie didn't come, but I tried my <laughs> hand at a, like a reunion little watch party and I had a crab ball and whatnot. Oh, so, yeah. I missed that on well, that. Yeah, and needless to say, and this is when Chase and Atlanta rapped, but um needless to say they were late as well. Um, Aaron. So we end up we fell asleep. We ate the crab boil and fell asleep. And when we, my son came and woke and woke me and my friends up and was like, "Okay, um, God missed it, y'all." Missed it. <laughs> the whole and, thing. And we had a case of wild coolers. Had a little crab boil. And again, like I said, um, I am almost forty, <laughs> so I had a little nap in between. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it happens when you eat a lot. The itis to kick in. <laughs> Why didn't I go? I'm trying to remember why I didn't go. Because hmm. you probably owe me some money and you didn't want to face me. My Google, skip out get my Google check. <laughs> no, I tried not to go to Richmond at nighttime because I'm trying to get shot. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back to the original 
our conversation. I remember I saw, so I remember I hit you. I said, okay, you know, when this happened, when the show come on, we definitely got to get you back on the show. And we got, mm-hmm. got him back on the show, everyone. So were you conscious about what people would say about you making the switch to a reality show? Like as far as, you know, he doing reality now or wasn't he just doing this or don't he do this? Like were you conscious of those type of conversations that may be, you know, coming up then? You know what? Honestly, Rich, I didn't care mm-hmm. because I'm known to do all types yeah. of shit. So what another person would think, I didn't really care about like their views or their opinion. Like those, oh, you do. I, I didn't really get anything negative mm-hmm. um, when I did it, but they were like, oh, well, are you doing this? Are you are you still doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm still doing my thing. I'm still working on the whole uh, uh, running for presidency thing. But it's it's that's not easy. You know what I'm saying? That that it costs a lot of money. While working, you know what I'm saying, a regular job at the same time, I, like I said, I always like to keep myself busy doing things. And I didn't, I didn't, it was, it was, it was definitely a shift because I've never done reality TV, mm-hmm. but I've lived my life. I've just done things naturally. Like if I'm in a group of people and we're talking about something and they want my feedback or my opinion, then I'm going I'm to give it to them. I'm not going to uh, react a different way because the camera's there, because even, when doing adult films, like if I come up with a, a skit or a storyline, I don't have to like quote unquote jump into character. It's just okay, let's start recording and I'm just going to be mm-hmm. me. I'm not going to pretend to be, so I'm going to be me. And this is like we're going to do a skit, like maybe it's a thing of, hey, we're coming back from movies. Then I'm going to behave how I would behave. I'm coming back from movies with somebody that, you know, we about to get busy with. I'm not going to be like, oh, <laughs> hey, that popcorn was great. <laughs> We should sit down and have a drink. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna put on shit yeah. like that. So when when we we got onto the whole reality, I'm like, yeah, I, I could do this. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I don't mind being filmed and talking about shit. You know, let's let's go with it. I just wasn't sure how it was gonna go or how it was going to blend with the rest of the crowd because everybody on that show has it's it's a different flavor every last person has a different flavor it's like jumping into a bag of skills yeah. you know it's like okay this person this person and there's only a few people i would say that that i was cool with or close to you know on the show um Reese G has always been cool and kind to me um i didn't like king Kane at first and i told him that and then after being around him when we first met, I was like, oh, he's he's cool as fuck. I, I like King Kane. You know, I can roll with him. Uh, King Dior, he used to braid my hair. So we was always cool. Never had anything against him. Uh, everybody else, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait until y'all get into it and ask. And yeah. I'm going to wait yeah. on that. <laughs> well. We're definitely about to get into everybody for sure because we definitely now this is part of the interview now this is the page break of the interview where everybody get into the shits now everybody we about to get into the we're not going to be polished no more right now we're going to go into the like the real it is what it is right now people so brace yourselves <laughs> so yeah, okay ready. so now that we we done got all the, the, the pleasantries and the pageantries out of the way now it's time to get down deep down deep 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 down into the goddamn mess okay <laughs> I'm I'm good with going deep. Okay, so let's, so let's go. go. So, are you still <laughs> dipping and dabbing a little bit in the porn industry? You know they say on on chasing Dallas, they were saying you you was dicking the boys down to the videos. So, are you yeah. are, are you still dipping and dabbing in the porn industry? 
Well, what 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 they did know because they didn't catch all that part of my life as far as the with the business and stuff like that is that because I was still in the process of like, you know, if I'm going to fully retire and stuff like that. So I was still filming while I was still doing the Chase and Dallas thing and while I was still trying to work on the whole presidency run thing. And gradually as things started to get, you know, like, okay, I can accept that this is way beyond what I was, was totally prepared for when it comes to the president as I still continue to do the show because I was still on the road of like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I got this. You know, everything is good. And then further on to the show, that's when I was like, you know, I'm going to probably start focusing on other things and doing other stuff like that. Still in the mindset of retiring from the industry. I am. Mm -hmm. I was still filming. I And you guys are going to hear this first before I've said it anywhere. I had put a poll on Twitter uh, because so many people were hitting me back up and was like, we miss you. You need to get back to porn. Porn's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot uh, coming from people. Amongst other things that were said on the I'm show. Talk about a uh, standing that, ovation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that drove me to it. So 80%, 87% of the people said yes. 13% said no. So I was like, okay. So I'm just announcing on FNL Radio to you, Reggie and Monique, that I am coming out of retirement this summer. And uh, probably be releasing the first video since, I don't know, 2018 that I've done something uh, on rocksports.com. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you guys <laughs> heard it here first. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, so going back to when you mentioned, you know, in the interview we did with you before, how you wanted to, at, you know, at the time running for president, you wanted to distance yourself from that persona known as so, you know, you wanted to call mm-hmm. it Mr. Cooper. And that's why I remember I hit you on the mm-hmm. back. I was like, you know, hey, Richard Cooper. And you say, no, it's Rock now. So I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the shit now. <laughs> so, you know, you've been in the industry for many years now. Now, how many, you know, not to, you know, telling you Asian, but how, how long has it been? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually 43. Okay. I just turned 43 February 8th. <laughs> Oh, uh-huh. so I'm I'm definitely well, proud definitely of it. You know, what I'm saying? happy I mean, belated birthday. Not many people can look, <laughs> not many people can look this young and be this age. So I'm definitely blessed. Um, but I've I started my company. Well, I started doing porn actually in 2008, and it's been going on pretty much since okay, then. Okay, so now you know you're considered one of the OGs that's still relevant in the 2020 kind of world. <laughs> so what um, made you want to bring you know Rock Rockefeller back out of retirement and the brand itself? Well, as I you know continue to 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 try to help other guys that were interested into the industry and build a name for themselves while dealing with the competition of amateur porn, like people that are starting to do like OnlyFans and stuff like that. Because it's it's a big hit to the industry, and it's 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 no secret. Uh, that kind of information was put out, like in XBiz, a lot of articles that are put out how much of an impact that it's made to the industry. But there are downsides to that to the OnlyFans thing, and eventually, stuff like that we know mm-hmm. don't last long. You know, porn has been around. Real adult film entertainers and stars have been around for years, and I believe that if we stick to our guns and keep on pushing, we'll continue doing it. We'll survive this just as well as we survive Backpage and you know, Adam for Adam and all this stuff like that. But as I continue to see things like that on Twitter and how, you know, adult films were being produced and I start thinking back to when I first started doing porn, I'm like, this is, this is not how it was. You know what I'm saying? This is not how you 
you know, provide quality adult entertainment and be recognized for what you do by putting yourself out there and performing with other people on camera because you do OnlyFans, you're not going to get recognized as an award for an achievement because it's something that you do versus you're mm-hmm. just doing it for a quick dollar or for a quick fuck. When I do porn, it's not because I'm trying to get some type of sexual satisfaction. I'm doing it because I want to provide and make inner, you know, quality adult content for people that enjoy watching porn, whether it be on their phone or the iPad or the TV, because people still do that. Some people don't like to get on their, on their laptops. They like to go out and buy DVDs, even though it's not out there as much. But those that do watch it from their laptops like to be able to go to a website <laughs> and be able to click on a video that they know is secure. And it's not just these random people, but people that you don't see uh-huh. all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because with OnlyFans, it's the same people pairing up with different people who so say over and over and over and over again. People don't miss you. They see you all the fucking time. And I don't knock those that do it, Reggie and Monique. Don't get me wrong. Everybody got their hustle, and I get it. But as someone that owns their own adult film company and has put in the work in the industry to become who I am and achieve the the, the different things that I achieved in the industry, from being best director, uh, being having best black website. I've actually been best director it. twice. And nominated, you know, and nominations too, you know, for being best scenes and best threesomes and stuff like that. Those are things that are good to me because it's like, oh, they like me. When somebody sees you out in public, oh, I've seen all your movies. I'm a big fan versus, oh, yeah, I saw you on Twitter. The fuck you did, you might have, but it's from you seeing on the website. You're not going to say, you know, and I'm not out here saying, oh, I'm knocking my OnlyFans down or $2.99 for now. Yeah. That sounds desperate. You know what I'm saying? When you're out here like, oh, it's six ninety nine. Get five videos. No, go to my site, pay one price, watch as many videos you want to, download what you want to. When you come back, it's gonna be the same price. Ain't no such thing as five clips for five ninety nine. And I ain't got time for all this shit. I have a actual yeah. business to run. You okay. know what I'm saying? So that's I, I believe that people were needing that. And when I when I even in, on Twitter, when I see people, you know, tweet and say, you need to come back. The only reason I started watching porn was you. That's like a motivation for me. You know, regardless of how some people may look down on the Delphi ministry. I'm like, damn, I really made a impression on some people's lives and not even like just a personal life, but like sex lives and their relationships. You know, it's just stuff that was going on under the brand that kind of helped them through whatever they were going through. Okay. So. I felt the need to get back out yeah. there and do so what I did. like the black Jesus of <laughs> the porn industry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, and yeah, you was, and then you was talking about DVDs. And let me find out, rock you down to the red box. You got to come back with DVDs down to the red box. If they got my shit down there, let me know. Because I need to come okay. check. And then, so, and then you were stating that you had been nominated for, like, Best Act, Best Director and stuff like that. So, you guys have, like, SAG Awards and Tonys and Emmys? Yeah, okay. there are actual okay. war shows. There are actual war shows. A good friend of mine, because I'm like a brother, uh, D'Angelo Jackson. Um, it was at the, I want to say it was the X-Biz Awards or the Gavian Awards this past year. He had won uh, best performer of the year, and I only ever, I think he's the first black guy, I think first black gay guy that won that award. And I was happy for him. I hit him on Facebook and told him, "Look, dude, you have come a long way, and I just wanted to congratulate you." You know what I'm saying? And I remember I did as I filmed him for the first time. You know when he was uh, working with um, 
FlavorWorks, I was the one that was filming them when he first started working with them. So it's just like, dude, I, I'm, I, I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that, you know, your growth and where you come to the industry. So we just need to continue doing that and, and putting, you know, good content out Well, let me know if you ever going to need a date for the red carpet, okay? <laughs> of course, of course. And they do them every year. Every year, and I don't know if, Reggie, if you've ever seen them. I know they post it a lot mm-hmm. of times on Twitter. I don't know if you got a, a Twitter page, beneath, but they do. Gavian, uh, they have the Gavian Awards, the X-Biz Awards, the Avian Awards, which is mostly straight. Um, and there's other award shows that are starting to come out there, but they're big. Like, really, and they're mostly hosted them in L.A. and Hollywood. They have these big red carpet events and the whole step and repeat, taking photos, suits, tuxedos. People coming out performing, it's a big woo-ha. Look, people, so why y'all out here fucking for dollar menu uh, meals on our OnlyFans? Y'all need to act a little better so y'all can mm-hmm. be too at an award show of that caliber. Um, Monique, Monique, see, you about That's to get into your new um, ventures this summer. You still doing your new ventures this summer, Monique? I am. I'm going. And I'm going to talk to Rock, Rock offline about that because I'm, I'm going to start managing them, some things, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta let me know. <laughs> so, so, um, so being real quick, you know, as far as you know, porn, no matter what type of porn it is, as whether it's amateur or you know, studio, there's always that stigma of you know, porn with H- STDs, HIV, and everything. But now with the coronavirus, is that gonna be a new concern that's heightened in porn now for the next few weeks while this whole craze is going on right now? I, be- I believe so. That you know, we need to be very conscious and aware of. of- everything that goes on when dealing with and filming and when you're putting people together, whether it's one or, one or two or a group people and treating it just like you would treat it any other thing, you know, if it's whether like STDs, HIV, stuff like that. If somebody comes in, of course, hey, or how are you feeling? Are you being under weather? Have you been traveling in and outside of the country? Stuff like that. And if there's a slight chance that because mm. I'm a worrier, you know, I'm an Aquarius, so I worry a lot about things and I and I think about things a little bit longer than most people and analyze We're like, you know what, I'm going to hold off on this because of the simple fact mm-hmm. of not knowing if someone may have the coronavirus because it, it looks like mm-hmm. you have the flu, you know, or a severe cold. So rather than put somebody in that position, I would rather not just film until we get to the point to where if and it, it, it's the whole economy is hurting from it because you don't want to take a chance because you need content or you want content to put anybody right. in that position, mm-hmm. let alone myself. So at this point right now, I'm holding off on doing any type of filming until there's some type of certainty of uh, a vaccination that's done um, to where we know that it's not as hurting as it is now, um, where it seems so, you know, mostly a lot of people in their like 60s, mm-hmm. 70s and 80s are becoming yeah. terminal for them. But, you know, the younger generation, we're not having to really worry about as much. But we don't want something Mm -hmm. like that to happen. You pass on, they go home to a loved one that's older and then they're passing. So I think that if anybody is listening that's out there uh, that's filming from other production companies that, you know, solos, fine. That's harmless. You're going to you you only people you put at risk if that is the case is yourself and the other person. If you're going to film your solos. You know, you can treat them just like that. Make sure that, you know, you're at a distance, of course. You don't really have to touch them. Models doing themselves, stuff, stuff like that. But I I would just refrain from doing filming and group scenes and stuff like that because you don't want people to get caught up. But who knows? You catch an STD, 
God forbid, and you mix it with the coronavirus, you don't know what type right. of effect it's going to have. So it's, it's better right. to be safe than sorry. So, see, Monique, even in the office setting, I don't feel bad for getting Chatty Patty walked out of the office because I'm still sick. So, um... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you just... <laughs> hey, look, look. <laughs> don't. Okay. You've been coughing for nine months. <laughs> Gotta go. I'm sorry. You know. Take your box. Uh, and your corona. Right. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Poor Chad Patty. Somebody was coughing a lot at work. Yeah, and Reggie got them suspended for several days. That's... Oh. Well, he should have been coughing. Yes. He should have tried to hold that shit in. Right. I mean, hey, if, if you know you're sick, why you exactly. why you being around people? Right. Because so, she got to because she got to make her money. Hey, you, you make the money, it ain't gonna do you no good if you can't spend it. <laughs> Only fans then or something. I don't know, yes, yes. you can't work here. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Now, uh, speaking of Gary, look, um... that is terrible. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. During, y'all, y'all okay? Y'all got it together? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> now, during your very first appearance, Rock, on Chasing Dallas Thriller, aka Mr. Markel, <laughs> he was throwing hella shade your way. What's up with that? Why was Thriller. You... Let, let us Man. know why Thriller was so bothered Look. that you gracing us with your presence. <laughs> let me tell you why Thriller or in Skeletor, <laughs> what do you mind advance that? Yes. Oh, Skeletor or Thriller. Let me, let me, let me. Let me explain because when we had a little, yeah. there was a the game night. Uh, he kept telling me because I used to live in Atlanta. I was living in Atlanta for four years, and I met with quite a few people, not a lot, quite a few. And he said that we met each other and we hung out. And I was like, "Did we? Did we do anything? Did we have sex?" He was like, "No," and he said it kind of defensively. And I explained to him, "I'm like." You keep saying that. And then he made the statement like, oh, you hit me up and blah, blah, blah. I said, I hit you up? <laughs> Nigga, I hit you up talking about the, the, the reality show. I didn't hit you up talking about no damn memories or nothing like that because I told him, I told his ass that I had something called a mini stroke. And just like people that have strokes, whether it be severe or mild or mini, there are some parts of your memory that are either <laughs> lost or erased. You just can't remember that part. And I said, don't take offense to it. You might have been somebody that got erased. And I don't remember. I don't recall. I'll say that. I said, I don't recall us. I don't remember you. And he was so offended by that. The first time that I mentioned it, you don't remember me. No, I don't. You don't remember. (laughs) How many times you going to fucking ask me? I'm going to give you the same answer. I don't remember you. If I remembered you. I would have told you, hey, what's going on, man? Long time no see. Hey, and then when he did say that, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I do apologize. I don't mean to be rude. I feel bad. I even told him that. I said, I feel bad because I don't remember you. That that kind of bothers me when someone says it because I think about that. That's not something that I yeah. enjoy going through. You know what I'm saying? When you have a stroke and then you forget things. You know, my mom suffered from that, you know, back when she had one before she passed. Um and back in January, well, it's been a year now. Like it's it's not something that I take pride in. And like I feel bad when someone tells me, Oh, we met before. I'm like, really? He's like, Yeah, I said, No, you gotta help me remember because I don't remember. And he 
took it to a whole nother level. And ever since then, he has been persistent and just angry. Like, oh, you kissing him? Oh, he just, wa- yeah. and oh, the shit that he said when he called me washed up and old and just dirty, dirty. Like, and I don't use this word free, but nigga, are you fucking serious? Like, come on now. I you you know who I am. I don't know why you you you're trying to downplay what I'm doing. You make these negative comments about me when I said I'm running for president instead of supporting a black man. You want to down on this problem yeah, he with did people? Have some shit to you know, say. He, he did. He did. He always got some shit to say. He always got some shit to say. And every time I saw the episode, I was so pissed that I didn't do a green screen because I had already left Dallas. But I'm like, I did inbox him though. I did inbox him, and I said, you know, I, I did my little live, and I said, you've got my attention because you do. You said some very, very disrespectful things about me, and I, mm. I care about my reputation, and my my fans care about me. So when they see somebody talking down to me or talking about me, they're gonna ask me what's up and do they need to handle something? Is there a problem? Do we? Who is this motherfucker? I'm like, more care. You're not. You're not hurting me by doing mm. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been out in the game for a long time. So I, I asked him, did we have sex? Because obviously you're upset about something. And he's like, no. I said, was it because we didn't have sex is why you're so bitter? Because you saw, I don't know if you saw it, but he was upset when I had in the kissing yeah. game when me and Carrie uh, had kissed. He pulled him off it. He was like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, you... Maybe you was dude. one of them like, inconsistent hoes. He was right about it at pamphlet. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, look, I, I, I'm telling you, I am planning on okay. being on the reunion because even after that, that show, that that the uh, the game night, he consists. He just, he was just persistent with it. Every time I, we met up to do a uh, like in the mm-hmm. filming. He would do it, of course, during the filming. Like, this shit would happen so much off camera. He did it a couple of times off camera. But even when I wasn't around, you know, when he sat down with uh, Carrie at an outing where it was just them two, and he was like, so what you think about uh, Rock? Or somebody that came kissing him, stuff like that. He tried to start something, but what I respect and appreciate Carrie is this. He switched it and changed the conversation. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I okay. definitely like Carrie D. He is very neutral. Um, he yes. is very... You know, he's he's not messy, not messy boots at all. You know, he keeps it calm. Mm-hmm. He keeps it chill, you know, and he's everybody's friend. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he he's mature. I think he's one very of the younger, you know, one, one of the younger cast members, but he's very mature. You know, mm-hmm. he, he stay again, stays neutral between everybody he just does not carry no mess you know he's he's not right. he's not here for that he wants to get that music out not at all and 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 do his thing and, and i do like him um let me ask you this you and i forgot i think we talked about this before you living in atlanta so did you know reese g when you lived in atlanta i did not know reese g when i lived okay. in atlanta uh i was mostly I stayed in like North Decatur, like um, like what is that Claremont Road in '85. You know, I was so busy in the, you know, being in the Atlanta Police Department and doing my thing. And then when I got into porn, I was still stayed up on that side of the city, but I wasn't always out. I hung out with my my, my little clique, 
you know, that were in the industry or close mm-hmm. friends, but I was never one of those type of guys that would always be in a club and up in people's faces trying to be the who's who and see. I was one of those like low key adult mm-hmm. film entertainers. Like I what about, about any of the other guys from uh, Chasing Atlanta? That did, did you know any of them? You know what's so funny is because when I watched the show, there were and I don't remember the names, but there were a couple people that looked really familiar. I'm like, I think I've seen them before. Not to lock them up or anything, but just on the gay scene, like at the club, or maybe it was on like one of the little apps or sites and stuff back then. Uh, because back in the day, we didn't have all these little chats and shit like that. It was just, you know, you get online and you had the little chat sites so that way. And I was just like, wow, he, he looks familiar. I look like I know that dude. And you know, someone look older, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, he, he's got to be because, I mean, it was around the time when I would have seen them. But I don't really, besides the, 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 the few that I've seen, I can't say that a majority of that cast that, that, that I know of, um, even, or even had a chance to like really meet um, while I was even on Chasing Dallas. Because when I was there, uh, what's the one with the, the big high top? <laughs> oh, Oliver uh, Twitch. Oliver. Mm-hmm. Oliver Twitch. Because I know he came to Dallas, but I didn't get a chance to meet him. Yeah, he he uh, was on the episode. Yeah. No, so I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to meet him. The only person who <laughs> says that I've seen him in Atlanta was Skeletor. Well, I hope you went thriller. thriller. I hope you guys can uh, reconcile that situation because he seemed very, very bothered by the fact I, yes, that you were gracing us with your presence. I, I, he seemed very bothered. Like. I, I, that's why I want to make sure that I go on on the reunion because there needs to be clarity amongst the group and love so they but, know. And you if know I'm not saying? mistaken, a thriller is the one that has been on several different shows, right? But they say he was on Cheaters, yeah. and I think he was on Maury at one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it this way: you're not gonna get your fame <laughs> by trying to, to defame me. It's not gonna happen. There's a couple that have been tried, and unfortunately, it's not been a good thing for them. It didn't work out quite the way they planned on doing it. So for Markel, I'm sorry, bro. It's a swing and a miss. Whatever you were trying to gain from Down and Me, didn't it didn't work? Because even when Armani, you know, Van Zapp talks on on Instagram, you know, she, sorry, I I got better grades than he did, you know, and I'm not even <laughs> a, a, an A cast member, you know what I'm saying? And to be somebody. And it just, I'm like, you just, you are always starting shit. Like, how can me and you ever be, like, that cool? I mean, if we did meet, we probably met. But I can see now why we probably didn't, like, stay in touch or you even were remembered because you start a lot of shit with people. Yeah, he liked to keep like, the shit going. He loves to keep the yeah, shit going. And says so the thing, I don't fuck with messy people. Mm-hmm. So that would probably explain why I didn't remember. Okay. Well, there you have it, people. So, and let me ask you this. And how did this whole thing with Chase and Dallas even come about? The opportunity. How did did that evolve? I saw it on, and funny thing, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) I saw it on Facebook, advertised that they were doing cash and call when I was in Dallas. I was like, what the hell? I'm going to try it. And he had, he was one of the people because when I messaged him, I was like, um, so can you tell me a little bit more about this and stuff like that? Because I saw that he was on a friend list and, you know, we all friend people on Facebook and sometimes we don't really know what the fuck they are, but we just accept their friend request. So we're talking. And then he reminded, that's when he reminded me, Oh, you know, we know each other. I'm like, Oh, okay. 
I don't remember, but okay, cool. I said, but this Chase and Dallas thing, can you tell them that I'm inter- interested and stuff like that? He said, yeah. Uh, it's funny that you did this because we were actually, they were actually considering approaching you about it anyway. So even if I didn't contact them, they were going to be looking for me to come on anyway. So that it kind of worked itself but you, out. But they you weren't reached sure. out to Markel. So yeah, he was on that. He was on the thing for the. Uh, mm-hmm. When I saw the advertisement, mm-hmm. I think I either clicked on his name, okay. and then I submitted it, and then I, I guess he was one of the. So do you people. think that he feels? And do you think he's yes. so? Yeah, like he got yes. me on the show. Yes. Do you think that's why he's so bothered? He can't be bothered because he's not one of the executive producers. The one that got me on the show was Reese G, not Markel. Okay, well, again, there you have it, people. I guess that question has been answered. Okay. You better not try to pull one of them housewives on me, the Atlanta housewives who are talking about you pulled me in. No. 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 No, homie. Well, I guess you're not one of the inconsistent hoes he was talking about in that booklet, huh? Fuck no. (laughs) Hell to so I also noticed on the episode where you, when you were hanging out, um, you know, with my baby Kane, I love King Kane. So yes, that's okay. <laughs> and you were also hanging out with Trey Womack, and you were telling them that you don't want to be referred to as girl or sis. Explain that to us, and why is that such a thorn in their side? Uh, let me tell you. See, and I got so much. Why well, did get a lot of heater kickback for it? But people misunderstood. Well, come on, I have always in this, so it didn't be forever it's, it's not my, up on FNL radio. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 not my thing where I'm ashamed of being because I've always claimed bisexuality because I like women too. But being a man that's with a guy, I just claim as hey, I'm gay because I'm if I'm dating a guy, that's I claim that so proud of me. Overall, if they see me looking at a woman like a woman, but I have always, and this is not nothing new. It's not nothing about me being ashamed because if it's someone come out and say, do you like, yeah, I like men and women, but I am a man. If a person comes up to me and talk about, <laughs> oh, girl, like, look, I, <laughs> okay, I'm not a girl. I get it. That is the way that you talk, but it's a preference of mine that I don't like to be addressed that way. Because if you go up to another individual and be like, hey, what's up, nigga? Or what's up, bitch? And then, right. oh, don't use that word around me. You know what I'm saying? Or don't call me like that. Or this is like if you ask somebody, hey, don't call me by my last name or don't call me by my first name, you call me Rock. That's out of respect for the person. It's not to sit up and say I'm degrading someone because of gay or I'm ashamed to be who I am as a black gay man. I respect everybody. Just like transgenders, lesbians, however you live your life, but you're fine. But if I'm going to live my life and want to be respected a certain way, I just ask that people respect me as I would respect them. Like certain people like that are close to me, I know how they talk. So when they say that to me, I don't trip off of it because we're close. Like they know me for years. And it's like, yeah, I let it go because I have friends that are like that. They be like, girl. And when I say it, I'll say it all the time because I like cracking jokes. Like I make jokes. If you sit up, I sit up and make a conversation. I'm having a conversation with you, Reggie, or you conversation, Monique. I could be like, that motherfucker came to me and I was like, girl, you know, because it's a gay dude. So he relates mm-hmm. to if I'm cracking a joke and I'm just like being trying to be funny because I, I like to I like to be funny. I like to make people laugh. But anyone that knows me personally, if we're out, we have a conversation. 
that oh that oh no rock don't he don't talk like that and that's some shit that I might not even understand when they say like the, the lingo and shit like that. I I was just recently became familiar with shade and all that shit like that and you know when people talk about trade I remember the first that heard trade. Okay, like, and can you explain that? that to me? Well, trade the term trade is what it's, it's crazy, but it's a term that's used as if they see a guy that is like masculine but they may not know them about the guy they may see him like oh that's Trey right there because he's masculine they just see him you know what i'm saying they don't know whether he's gay or straight but he's giving them that masculine thuggish vibe you know he's a little thug so that's trade you know what i'm saying so they see him and they may approach him and then turn to find out the motherfucker is gay i mean they may still call him Trey for a minute <laughs> until he starts snapping his fingers and then they'll be like child ain't no damn trade no they'll say shit like that you know what i'm saying but when I talk, that's why I said and say they, because I don't talk like that. I don't address guys as trade or girl or bitch, you know, when we're just having conversations. I'm not sitting up with my sisters. I'm mm-hmm. sitting up with my boys. I'm sitting up with my homies. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I talk. And then when that, that, when that came off between me and King Kane, um, when he said it, I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't like being called that. Like, you know, like, don't call <laughs> me good sis. Because I don't identify like that. That's not how I talk. That's just like if you dress a certain way, you know, or the way that you carry yourself, you will want people to respect you. And it wasn't to come off as disrespectful because I love all human beings. You know what I'm saying? You are nice and polite to me, then I'm going to be nice mm-hmm. and polite to you and respect you. You know, and I just don't, I just don't go with that. Except if, if like I mentioned in a post I did, if there's people that are close to me, like, you can tell me my birthday, you know where I live, you know where I grew up, you know my family, you know my close friends. I'm not going to trip because I'm used to that around you. Now, if you get close to me and we're always around each other, yeah, it's going to rub off. I'm like, I, don't worry. That's how he is. That's how he talk. Don't take offense to it. Because then at that time, I'm going to be defending you when you say it to other people. I'm like, y'all, forgive him. That's just how he is. Don't take it personally. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't know you and we don't hang around like that, yeah. let's, we're not mm-hmm. on that level right now. You know, it's like, that's like when you meet somebody, we're not on a first name basis. You address me as Mr. Rockefeller. Okay. You address me as Mr. Group. You don't address me by my right. first name because we, we're not cool like that. You know, so it's, I, I don't, and I just want your listeners to know, and they should know this, that I, I don't care about who, how a person cares himself, whether they're femme, trans, Fem boy, fem queen, gay, ultra gay, super gay, fantastic gay. I don't care. Live your life. Love who you are. Be yourself. But just keep in mind of the, when you're talking to people that not everybody is going to be okay with the terminology or how you address them. That's that's right. me. That's all. We yeah, like you said, everybody's not going to you know be receptive saying? to that whole yeah. gay lingo and all those things. Okay, fair enough. Because uh, t- tell me. Tell me if I'm if just because I'm gay, does that mean I have to behave a certain way or I have to accept being called certain things because I'm part right. of the LBT community? No, right. that's just mm-hmm. not how it works. You know, that and if, if you think about it, y'all, a lot of times, especially with these young mm-hmm. kids, they're becoming younger and younger and coming out. And some of them are afraid to come out because they're not as feminine. Or they're not that type of gay. They're just a you're the gay that's just calm and they're masculine, but yet mm-hmm. they have the attraction to mm-hmm. the same sex. So they feel that oh, because I don't behave or act this way, I might be looked at differently. 
or if I act this way, people are going to bully me or try to beat me up. No, I tell people, act and be who you are, but don't feel that you have to be this way. Just to be accepted, yeah. To be accepted within the community, because that's that's not how it works. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, and point out before we go, I don't mean to, to, to ramble on, but when there was an episode, I think you saw when we was at the restaurant when I got dropped off um, at the restaurant we made it with Trey and King Kane. Trey Womack had made a comment that I was late because I, I, I made, I cracked a joke apparently oh, it wasn't oh, funny yeah. to Trey when, Womack. Um, they had gone ahead and ordered some drinks and things like that prior to you getting there. Right. And it's like, oh, well, but what, what didn't get caught, let me tell you, first you said I arrived in Lyft. No, I didn't come in a lift. I can't. There's this new rideshare service and a company I was working for called Alto in Dallas. Very expensive, high end rideshare. And I had worked. I was working for the company. One of one of the senior dispatchers. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to leave my car parked here. I'm going to just take it out. So because it's it's a yeah. fancy rideshare, it's like free advertising. So I took an Alto and now an out, average ride, not the important, but if a person took a Lyft or Uber, it would have cost them maybe 6 to $7 from where I came from. A ride like that from where I was coming from would have cost you about 30 to $40 because you're riding in a luxury car. It's just like a black car service. You know what I'm saying? So I get there. What they didn't catch on the camera after I got up and went inside, oh. I bought them all drinks. I came out carrying three cups, mine plus two more drinks. One for King Kane and one for Trey. But he didn't mention that because I was cracking a joke when I went inside. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and since y'all didn't want to wait for me. And then he was trying to be funny, you know, when I had walked off. But it's all cool. But he didn't mention that I was nice enough to buy him drinks. And then when he made the other statement in the sex store talking about he didn't know who I was. Y'all know I'm Yeah, and you know what? That seems to be the reverberating theme around this whole thing. And even I noticed with Chase in Dallas, this person doesn't know this person. That person doesn't know this person. And then it is all a big clusterfuck. And everybody is upset and everybody is mad. Mm -hmm. Don't act like my thing is and I will tell anybody this in public, like you see me, then you hit me up later, like on Instagram. Oh, I saw you, and I was just you may not watch my porn, yeah, but you know who I am. You know who I am. I'm not saying before Reese G told you that we were all gonna be like when you get the call sheet and this <laughs> yeah. but prior to you that, know you know who <laughs> Rock is. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Like I've had people come to me that I didn't even know that look like they watch porn. But when they say I'm a, they just walk by, tap me on the shoulder. <laughs> oh, I'm a fan, by the way. What the hell? Like, I could be in a grocery store or at a movie theater or something. You're saying, well, my guy, and they're like, oh my god, I'm a fan. I was, we was walking to Walmart one time when I was in Atlanta. Hey, how you doing? I'm a fan. I'm like, what the hell? You know, but just, just be honest. Like, stop fronting like you yeah. don't know things or you don't. Come on now. I, I've been doing this since 2008, and you don't, you don't know me. I'm not mad that you don't know, but I, I just got a feeling. Right. You're not quite being honest. Oh man! So, uh, of course, you're no stranger to the camera. But were you nervous about uh, filming a reality show like Chasing Dallas? And being, how does it differ from you know? Because when you're in the you know porn setting, that's one thing. But when you're in reality show setting, of course, we see how things could be edited and things could be one way when you're you know doing a scene and then. Turn around, you find something else out. So, how does that differ? How do those worlds differ from when you know we're doing the show? 
Um, it's it's a different experience because, <clears throat> like I was saying, you know, certain things you know that were actually said isn't there when you go back and watch. It's like, wait a minute, that's not all that was said, you know, or that's not all that was done. Like I said about the whole drink thing. Um, it's different for me because I'm used to filming it and then seeing everything and then editing it. But mm-hmm. I keep a lot of stuff in, especially if it's talking. But I mean, with fucking it. Doesn't matter what you cut out because it's still people are still seeing it, but it's 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 an eye opener for me because it's just like okay, so I gotta kind of be aware of when saying certain things that I make sure maybe mm-hmm. it's kind of said more than once, just in case a certain part get cut out that I find a way to kind of manipulate it back into the scene, just in case they cut yeah. this particular part out. But I've already said it in the beginning, <clears throat> so it, that that's. I guess that's it because, mm-hmm. like I said, it seemed kind of natural to me. Uh, even after watching it when it was edited, the only thing I do regret is not being able to do a uh, my confessionals. And like I said, that was because I had left Dallas, and when I was just started seeing certain things, I I did get a little upset at first, and I did express that to uh, to Reese and stuff like that because I felt like I was being. And this all started with Markel. I was like, this, this motherfucker's trying me. Like, this nigga's talking this shit. You didn't say this shit when I was there. I was like, but, you know, you about to bring the St. Louis out of me. I'm about okay, to show your ass. Through, you know what I'm saying? Because... <laughs> You've been real fucking disrespectful. You know, and that's, <laughs> that's my thing. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like being disrespected. Yeah. That's yeah. that is like yeah. a pet peeve. And nobody I'm sorry. No, nobody does it. You know, it's it's almost like one of those things like I'm gonna forget I'm at work. <laughs> and they and what's probably gonna happen <laughs> right. is after I kirk off on your ass in here, they probably gonna have me sent to a mental institution. <laughs> I understand, I get it. Exactly. I feel like that yeah. several days throughout the five day work. <laughs> Work. Right. I understand. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Like, you know what? I'm yep. about to forget that I'm sitting yeah. up around people. All the degrees. <laughs> I'm gonna forget about all of it, and I'm gonna kirk off on your ass in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. That's exactly okay. what it's like. Well, listen. So I know all of you don't drip the same way. You got your own thing going on, Reese G. He's a celebrity stylist. She's also wearing that EP hat and now an author. And then you got Carrie D. He's out there doing his thing with his music, giving the girls something they can bop to and jig to. You got Kane. He has a, a what a lingerie line. And Miss Georgina, she out here busy digging graves and crying in the dead. So you tell us, you know, out of out of the the cast, who do you mesh with and vibe with best among among that cast? I would say, and I and I meant to go on about the people that didn't didn't mesh well, but I would say the the best. I got three. It give would us, have to give, be... give it to us in order. Your top, your your yeah. top to your least. Top to my least. Oh shit. <clears throat> okay. So the top would be King Dior. Uh, because when I moved to Dallas, um, he was the first person that I saw before I started doing a show. He was braiding my hair and now you know, talking to his to him children and, too. You know, 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't do that. I don't you do the children and family. You know, that's and another thing gonna, that people we, gonna start gonna not liking me for. Well. Okay, House of Blanca. It's like no family. We cool. There ain't nobody's son. Nobody's daddy. You can call me your bro, and then but we, I'm not we gonna, gonna be your sister. We gonna get into that. That, that was one of my questions, Reggie. That ain't in the lineup that we came up with the outline and with that. But I, we yeah. gonna get into all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So he okay, so so King Dior or King Beautiful, he's number one. Uh number two, I would have to say is Reese G because that was a person that, that I came in contact with and sat down and talked with. Um number three would probably be King Kane, of course, because when we had the, the party and I expressed to him I didn't like him in season one, but after getting a chance to meet him and hang out with him, he's a very, very bright, positive person. I like his vibe, his attitude, and his creativity, and the willing to push regardless yeah. of what people try to say. That's the that's the kind of people I like to fuck with. And Carrie D, mainly because that was like one of the last people that I met, you know. But I still like his vibe. I like his creativity as well. Big shit finna happen for him. I can see it. Man, I have it right away. But he has a beautiful yeah, voice, does. and I I see him going very far. So I support him all the way too. So those those are mine in order: King King Dior, Reese G. King Kane. Okay, so you Carrie can so, so you can fuck with now. them long way. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I can the one now. My my least. All right, least people. Mm. We gotta give y'all this number one. Number one at the top of the list of the motherfuckers I just don't fuck Thriller with. Night. <laughs> oh, Thriller. Okay, <laughs> we're we're not surprised. Thriller. Number two. Number two. <laughs> okay, Markel. Okay. Number three, I got five, Markel. Number four, I wouldn't say too much, but only because it was just kind of shady the way he came. I would have to say, no, I'm going to actually put him last. The next one will probably be Georgina. And then the last would be uh, uh, Trey (laughs) Womack. I say George because when I first met him, uh, we didn't talk much, but the vibe when he came into the room and I said this to him, we were sitting across from each other at the bar and I told him, I said, well, you came out very snobbish and stuck up to me when you came in. Cause when you got off the elevator, you were just walking like you were the shit, like you were above everybody. And I just did get it. He said, no, I'm not like that at all. What would make you say that? I'm like, just because of how you came off now talking to you, you may yeah. come off a little bit differently, but first impressions are everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm Aquarius. I read people when I see them, when they approach me, it's like, oh shit, this motherfucker mm-hmm. gonna be like, okay, I'm, I'm looking them up I'm and down. Gonna have but, a problem okay. off the rip. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't ready for this stuck up attitude snobbish. You know, I just won't say shit to you. But I said, okay, George, you cool, but not like that. Because, and then seeing him further on the, on the, on the, uh, on the show, it's just like, yeah. wow, he, he's wow. Yeah. And then the other one was Trey Womack because I was surprised by the conversation we had was pretty cool at first but then just like I, I said before on our post like the shit that people say after the fact and behind your back it's like different like well wow you was giving me very different attitude like I was complimenting you and trying to befriend you and then you like wow like I'm this and that and you give me very standoff mm-hmm. or something like but that's cool you know what I'm saying that that was about now I didn't mention Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Howard because I don't know him that well and we didn't hang around a lot but I did we did converse a little bit 
on um, Facebook a little bit back and forth. And this was before I knew he had a boyfriend because it was like flirtatious talk. And this was back, of course, when I was single, when we were first starting the season. But I had later found out that him and one of the other guys that was with him when they came to Houston for Splash was actually his boyfriend. Because I had asked him, like, is he single? And it's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm a little flirtatious because he was looking at me, looking at him. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, you know, or whatever. But yeah. That was that was it. He's not on the bad. Yeah, he's not on the good. He's just kind of like, he's okay. just like there. So let me ask you this, and you you know how you were just saying, like um, like even with in in your interactions with Trey Womack, you were saying, mm-hmm. you know what what you perceived were positive interactions and then it looks like he gets in his green screen slash confessionals and then it's nothing but shade a whole fucking shade tree thrown at you do yeah, you think that that, that is right. a way and a tactic to maybe solidify his season you know his his coming on to the show next season it's like who can be the shadiest, who can that type of thing. I I think I believe that could be a reason. I think a lot of people um that that get into the show or maybe that's on the show watch too much mm-hmm. Housewives. It's of like Atlanta. that crabs in the barrel and they, mentality. Okay. Right. That they feel yeah, they try to feel they have to find somebody to uh, rack on and be like, mm. yeah, this person, this kind of like Markel tried to do. You know, this person that do, you're not going to get far off trying to drag me. It's not going to work. I've been out in this for a very long time. I have a reputation in another field, but you're not. You're not going to win. You're not going to win there. You know, and the same thing with Trey. It's like, okay, well, you can you can do that. I get it, but I have nothing bad to say about you, yeah, Trey, and, because and I don't let's know not you. For, I've seen yeah, let's most not forget of how your feelings were very very hurt when the girl yeah. said that you was looking stuffed. Yeah, 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 and I was I was there to try to help to be a mediator because when I read it, I'm like, oh my god, that is wow, that is like wrong, and I just was like, I couldn't yeah, believe it. But even shame. then, because when I spoke with him, yeah, when I when I spoke with him, now mind y'all, did, did y'all the finish in the season and stuff like that? Like, where, where are y'all up to so far? Um, what was yeah, the last? So episode? yeah, last night's episode, and this is the episode uh, prior to them leaving. To go, mm-hmm. I guess, to New Orleans. And are you? I guess we can ask now. Okay. Are you? So, are you going so to New I, Orleans? I was not. So we no, won't see. I did not okay. go to New Orleans. I guess the the last part that that I that I can talk about that you did yeah. see me was at the okay. lingerie party that came through was actually absolutely, absolutely fabulous. Great show, great show. Um, I enjoyed myself, had a good time. But that was I was there. I was there for that one. And prior to that, we had a, uh, when we were having the drinks with, with me, okay. King Kang and Trey, I was asking him then, why do you want to fight? Like, why does it matter about a guy that neither one of y'all are with? Like, why is it important for you to push this issue with someone? And then even if it's brought up that this did happen between you yeah. and another person, why does it have to get physical? At what point? And he was just like, well, if they look at me and say the wrong thing, but if they say the wrong thing, Trey, is what I'm saying. It's like, why do you feel the need to put your hands on somebody? You know what I'm saying? I said, I never understood that. And it's not about me growing up being bullied or becoming a cop, you know, because I defended myself. But at the same time, I always 
look at things in the logic behind situations like, okay, if I can solve a problem without us having to get physical or touch each other, because I don't want to touch you. You know what I'm saying? At all. I just want to figure this out and figure out how we can make this better. I'm like, so that's the problem. I was like, y'all always fighting. So why you want to fight this yeah. boy? Well, but if he says something to me, I'm like, okay, forget it then. Hopefully y'all don't go here and get to this place and fight. That's that's all. That's why I left it when we left the uh, the restaurant and having drinks. I hope that it doesn't get there. I think you should just not talk to him at all. But if you all do talk, that you just talk. And if it doesn't work out, then just walk away from okay. it. <laughs> Didn't happen that way. That was whew, that so, amongst, okay. I'll let y'all get there though. The shadiest, like, <laughs> if it was the top tier, who was the number one shadiest motherfucker on the show? <laughs> mm, shadiest person. I'm gonna try not to confuse messiness with shadiness, but sometimes well, no, not did they not conclude yeah. that because that's gonna be our next question. So give us the shadiest, <laughs> okay, and then give us your message. The shadiest person, How about that? Oh, I can, I can. The, the, the shadiest person I think on the show that I've been around and and, and been had to experience, I would have to say, I had to say Marco. Yeah, mainly because I guess because he's mm-hmm. just been shady as fuck to me. You so. you just you, <laughs> just, like you, you, know, you just don't see it for thriller, do you? Okay, I don't. I, I really don't. Okay, he's on my you know the little axis of evil. He's on that. He's on that. He's on my shit list. I can't wait to the reunion. Actually, I'm looking okay. forward to that. <laughs> the messiest, the messiest of them all. And uh, you said what was the other one? <laughs> The messiest? <laughs> um, mm. I don't know, because I've never really experienced mm-hmm. that. I would, it's between, to me, it's between, I would say, hmm. Yeah. That's tough, y'all. It, 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 Mar- Markel's up <laughs> there, though. <laughs> he's he's definitely it? up there. Um, I. I don't. I mean, Premier has always been I cool like to me. Uh, Premier's like one. Mm-hmm. He was one of my favorites when I first like season one. He was always real cool. Uh, very, 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 very cordial. Um, uh, George is, you know, yes. I, 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 his name came up a lot. His name has come up a lot in a lot of things. Of uh, that. I was like, wow, I didn't know that he was involved with, with all this stuff. So it seems like he's, because I know him and King Kane, you know, he always tried to comfort Kane, um, you know, about his line and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, he's, he's kind of kind of shady and messy and brutal because it was real slick what he said when he was at the little tattoo party thing, you know. But I, I would, yeah, I would have to put it between okay. probably him and Marco. And someone that we really haven't talked, we, will, we haven't said anything about, what about um, Ariel? What's her name? Ariel, Ariel O'Hara. Have you have you, yeah, Ariel. Do you have any interactions with her? She is so cool to me. Like any anytime we were around each other, like it's always been a great vibe because I was always giving her a hug. 
And I was just like, I mean, to put my head in your breast like that, but that's just like, you're like super tall and I'm like really short. So when I come up and hug you, it's just the first thing that I get into just make me want to just pounce on those things. She was, I just always just make a laugh. I've never had a problem with, with Aaron at all. I, I would see her and just tell her she's so beautiful. And when we was at the game night, she was so cool and stuff like that. Oh, Nothing yeah. but good things about right. her. Is, is, is this your first reality show? All right. So, would you be open to if they ask yeah. you know, yes. for the next season yes. or even just doing your own show? Would you be welcome to stand in front of the camera and that friend again? I, I actually would be. Um, I, I have had close friends like jump out mm-hmm. to me and be like, you know, and these are heartfelt mm-hmm. friends. These are friends along for a long time. They were, they didn't appreciate yeah. how I was treated when they saw me like on a show by certain people. They were just like, you shouldn't do it no more. I don't want you to be on there. You're my friend, I know I don't control anything, but I don't like how they did you. I don't like mm-hmm. how they did your image. I'm like, it's it's all cool. I said, because I'm still here. Mm-hmm. You know, my image will always be around. Nobody can defame me. I can only defame myself. And I said, I would never get anybody that much power control over what, what happens to me. I said, but I, I get it. So you should you should start your own thing and do this and have somebody follow you around and record the life of rock or something like that. So I got some things that are popping in my head. Um, I, I spoke to Reese G and I, I told him about, you know, talking to Andario, who's the uh, executive producer of the Chase Rally series as well. And seeing what other cities they're going to do, you know, well, because be I'm down here in Florida, maybe they would think about doing something in Miami um, or Maybe even if they would want to take part in something to where it's something where it's just about me and just living my life as a adult entertainer, a producer, you know, being in a relationship in the industry, you know, having a boyfriend that works a lot. And you both are always going back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Because he works in the in the production field as well, but on the the non-porn side, you know, he's works on shows, TV shows and stuff like that. Um, so it's. I think that would yeah. be interesting mm-hmm. that 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 people would want to see, you know. So, I wouldn't mind sticking around. I wouldn't mind sticking around. But they, a lot of my fans, viewers, friends, supporters, just like, yeah. you're just not one of those drama people. Like, you're not a dramatic person where you get in fights and arguments. You're not messy. You know, I will tell you something, but it's not to be yeah. messy. It's just how I am. Right. I'm a very sarcastic person. I can be an asshole at times, but that's just me. That's the me. I would rather deal with somebody that's naturally an asshole and that's naturally sarcastic versus someone that's intentionally trying to do something to try to cause right. harm or to, to start confrontations between uh, people. You know what I'm saying? Because you can tell when somebody's doing it intentional and when somebody's just doing like, yeah. wow, Rock, did you? Yeah. Why did you say that to that boy? I'm yeah, like, it, it's I the say? truth. <laughs> yeah, that type thing. Yeah, that's that's in, that's okay. just natural. That's innocent, you know. But yeah. Okay. All right. So listen. Okay. Give us the tea on this mm-hmm. fight. Now, why did Trey Howard and his father Dior? Why did they drunk jump Trey Womack and tear his, <laughs> and tear his quick weave off his head like that? Now what in the dog fuck? Let me tell y'all, because what what happened was, let me tell you what part that I caught. Because we were all yeah, in the room. Was drunk, uh, we had just and y'all was drunk. Session. We were, yeah, we were lit. 
he, I, King, King Kane did it. He had some good ass liquor out there, was, and a little bit of Doucet's on some great goose, and so we was all good. Was Everybody was having a good time. Oh, we, we, and then all of a sudden, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That liquor got into me, boy. I was like feeling myself a little bit too much. <laughs> like y'all gonna get me on on camera doing all kind of shit on this damn pole, and I'll be doing all that. But then it got it got quiet. Because at first it was just everybody was in a room. <laughs> and now prior to this, I had sat down with Trey Womack again. And I but, we were talking. Yeah, I was like, is, it's this possible. This was not on camera, obviously, right? Okay. No, I thought okay. it was, B. I thought it was going to be, but I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. You never know when mm -hmm. they're going to start filming. You, you just, just show you up. You just do okay. your thing. You just be natural. Yeah. And I was telling him, and Ariel was telling him, we're just talking. It was like, hey. I said, so again, I said, now, Trey. If they come, why don't you just try to have a mature conversation with them? He said, well, if he come off and he said, I said, then what? You know, then I'm here. I'm like, but why? Why do you, why do I say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just saying it don't make sense for you to do it. it. It's just the wrong thing to do. You could have a conversation with somebody without putting your hands on them. But you, you seem to be bent on that. And, and also in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this must be just for the camera. You know what I'm saying? Because this is something you could have done a long time ago. When you see this person out, you know what I'm saying? You could have caught them and had this conversation way before then. Hit them up on Facebook. Hey, meet me here so we can handle this business. You know what I'm saying? Rather than wait until all the camera. But hey, you make it do what it do. That's fine. So we all sit in a room after the dance class is over and everybody started going. I'm sitting there talking to I think Carrie or Aubrey. I was talking to one of them. I'm like, where the fuck everybody go? And it was like, outside fighting. I'm like, outside fighting? <laughs> so I'm rushing to the front, you know, because I've always tried to be the mediator between everything. And I'm running to the front. And I get outside. And I'm just seeing, like, yelling and fists flying and things flying. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then, you know, yelling and stuff. And I'm looking to see where Dior is. I'm looking to see where Trey is. And then, we, you know, everybody's trying to hold Trey back. Uh, Trey Womack, and then everybody's trying to hold Trey Howard back. They get in the car. We're like, come on, y'all. Just stop. You know, get in your car. Uh, Trey comes back over here. Say, I'm like, are you good? Are you all right? He say, yeah, I'm good. And then we get to calm down. And then, of course, everybody just leave down because who knows who may have seen everything and uh, call the police. So we're just all pretty much at that point just sitting around. I'm like, I can't. I can't believe this happened. Like, I didn't think <laughs> that, that when I watched it, I'm like, oh my god! Like, so you, so you, I can't believe did not see, but you didn't see when Trey Walmack actually swung. No, because you guys no, were still in no. the inside. My whole thing was we still inside because I thought I ain't gonna be part of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. I gave him my little advice and I let it be. I let it be because after we, I did see King Dior when he came in with Trey. Cause I was still in the little uh, area outside of the dance room and where everybody was talking, drinking. And so I had his boxing gloves run. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I was like, hey, yes, that's funny. You got your gloves. Yeah. <laughs> What's you that know, for? Yeah. Cause you know, they're, they're saying that he definitely came to fight. That was a, a statement piece. Do you think that, that that's what it was? Him and his family? I didn't. I think it was, I looked at it yeah. more of a statement. You know, to say that, you know, he's always ready mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? If anybody, I mean, because the goal was you guys were supposed to come in 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 lingerie and whatnot. Now the last <laughs> time I checked, I don't go to sleep with Boston gloves around that goddamn neck. Do you, Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm gonna beat that ass. So, you, know. Uh, you know, and 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 then I guess the other question that I have for you is: so, <laughs> do you remember the the part? And I can't. It was so. It was oh, it was when um Kane and Ariel and Trey actually went to go check out the space, went to check out the venue. And Ariel was stating, well, you know, I tried to have a a conversation with Trey Howard and, you know, I was telling him that you guys should have a conversation, but, you know, you know, he was talking about (laughs) slapping the shit out of you. Do you, (laughs) which was, yeah, which was hilarious. He did say that. Trey did say that. So, he he did say that. You know, do you think that that kind of heightened Or do you um, think they would have went at it? It, you know, no matter what. I think I think it's I, th- I think it's a little bit of both, because I think hearing that, you know, especially with Trey Howard, that might have put that in his head to be kind of like on a lookout, like okay, this person wants to fight me. I'm going to have to worry about dealing with this person. If it does, mm-hmm. I'm still going to come regardless, and I'm not going to worry about it. That's just like when Trey, when we were at the little drink thing, and Trey kept saying he was going to fight. You know, stuff like that. Now, even though he said that, I didn't go back to Dior and say, hey, look, man, he's talking about fighting because yeah. and he it knew was it was actually, an adult. And I'm sorry, I have a wrong. It was actually Kane, Trey Howard, and Ariel that went to see the venue uh-huh. space. And it was Ariel right. telling Howard, Trey Howard, that <laughs> Trey Womack stated that he was going <laughs> to slap this shit. Out of him, and you know, because yeah, because <laughs> him, yeah, cause because Trey of the Howard, comment that he made. <laughs> Trey Howard said the, the night of the um the night of the party, he said, "Well, I I didn't walk around and, and been walking yeah. past a couple different times, waiting to get slapped." <laughs> and and he was he nothing happened. I was watching that. I was just because I was looking at yeah. Trey Howard. I was looking at Trey Womack, and I was like, "Okay, seems good so far," but. I, I guess when they got called outside or because, you know, they wanted to, I guess, clear the air to find out what was said, as we saw in the episode, because, like as I mentioned before, when I came out there, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So we mm-hmm. were just trying to pull everybody apart. But I don't it, it might have it might have played a role when he heard <laughs> the whole term about slap that he was waiting to see if it was going to happen. But I also said something to Trey when I told Trey Romack, I was like, dude, don't don't do it like. But I didn't like I said I didn't go to King because I could have I could have called I could have texted you or like look he's saying this but there was no need for me to do that because to me that just would have I guess added fuel to the fire and would have been starting mess I didn't see a threat because at the simple point it's like well you you're wrong if you do that because he's supposed to be coming to the lingerie party I have a lot of faith and confidence in King Dior to carry himself as an adult and know how to. Um, handle situations that come his way. I don't need to be, you know what I'm saying, a cheerleader or uh, a person. Help. Oh, he said this. I don't need to do that. Mm. I don't need to do that because you're always going to be in your guard regardless. So when you know you're around somebody that you may not have yeah. to vibe with or you don't click with them, you're going to, that's it's just natural to be on your guard because you don't know 
what what's the gonna pop will off. Do. That's just so a, an let me ask yeah, that's this. An so reality. does somebody have a gun out there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so when a guy <laughs> so and, and that yeah, right. when he was yelling, you gonna have to shoot me. You gonna have to shoot me. So that wasn't for no stunts and shows. Somebody truly had a gun. No, no, there was no, that was it. And I will say it's being, being a former law enforcement, that was, it wasn't brought into the picture because I, I got a hold of that before the individual even got a chance to even thought about doing it. They may have saw it. They may have saw it at the time, but it didn't get that far because that's when I had came outside. And that was the first thing that I had grabbed, you know, and got it completely out of the situation because as I was having the conversation like that, it never should result to anything like that. No matter who it is or no matter whose side you're on, that's just, it's, I'd rather see people just throw them blows and go forward and do a whole WWE thing, busting out windows with heads. I'd rather let you do that than sit up and see somebody get interfering with it because of a situation, because at that point you're escalating the situation to take it first. So I, I took control of that and it just continued the way that it was without, you know, saying who had mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. or where right. it came from. Because there were people involved that shouldn't have been involved. You know, I guess it originally started with just two people, which was Trey Womack, or three people, Trey Womack, Dior, and uh, Trey Howard. And it, it could have went a different way. It, it, it really, it could have went a different way where I mean in a peaceful way. You know, um, because I know they mentioned about, King Kane said he didn't invite somebody. I guess that was... Uh, um... <laughs> One of <laughs> one yeah. of Dior's other children. Yeah, yeah. That they said it wasn't that they, that they weren't invited. So, I was just like, okay, and I guess, you know. and again. So, do you know anything about this? So, at some point, and we're just trying to kind of put some pieces together based on you know what we've seen and the episodes that we've seen thereafter in <laughs> the episode from that night. So, right. it, it sounds like. So, do you know anything about this? <laughs> so, it sounds like at one point Trey Womack and Dior were friends, and they. And they that had a, was a my understanding. Yeah, relationship. And then that they were, I yeah. guess, yeah. Trey Womack was fucking around with Dior's son. Sons, I, well, not well, not. I don't, that's I don't know if it was yeah, or son's say. boyfriend. It had to do with the dude. I was going to say the son's yeah. boyfriend. I was. I kind of stopped it, but <laughs> I was going to say his son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah, I was not good at all because yeah, Trey him. Howard obviously is your son, so he was fucking around with with Trey Howard, your son's boyfriend, and I guess that caused mm-hmm. a whole clash. And then it turned into right. I don't know what he does for a living. I don't, you know, I don't know if he really does tattoos. We ain't never seen him do no tattoos. Then it turned into I don't really know if he do hair. So. And again, that always right. seems like I'm and which is that, that always seems to be the reverberating thing. Mm-hmm. But see, that was the thing. Is like I was, I was, I was trying to figure out from Trey Womack when we were having drinks prior to the lingerie party. Was like, okay, so it was a problem with your tattoo thing, and somebody didn't believe this, or it was a problem with who slept with who with a person that's not even with the person anymore. I'm like, so how is that even still relevant to where it makes you mad? To where you feel need to approach mm-hmm. this person, whether they said you don't do tattoos, you know what you do, so it doesn't matter. 
You know, and the same thing like with Trey Howard, you know that you do clothes and stuff. So what another motherfucker say, it doesn't matter because they're not giving you a bag. You're not giving the other person a bag. So why don't we just focus on ourselves and what, and the what we're doing? Is. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and, and, and that's it. That is that is it. But at the end of the day, my question would be, you know, to my to my fellow cast members is after all that was right. done, what came out of that it? Dior came out. Dior can't any... control his goddamn kids. <laughs> because, you know, the babble that I read stated that you're supposed to train up a child in the way that he should go. So when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, what I saw across my HD, that won't it. Okay, you don't want none of that of God. Okay. It's like you need to control his head. Yeah. <laughs> That's why somebody when somebody approached me about that, like, oh, can you be my I'm no. Right. Hell so no. So you ain't ready no houses no, over there. I, I'm not hell no. Like I'm good. Like, no, you be a good I said I will be a good father to a real child that belongs to me. <laughs> that that house a Rockefeller. You ain't doing none of that over there. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah. And somebody told me that somebody tried to start right. that. I said it wasn't me. And I need to find out who, so I need to make sure I go get my shit trademarked. Cause I I don't do the house of shit. I don't do nothing. Nothing. I said I will sit up, I will be a mentor, I will be a person that gives you good advice and then and, and try to help you with suggestions and lead you in the right direction. <laughs> But it ain't gonna be no shit when you talking about. Yeah, that's my guy. I'm not your what? No, I'm not. No, I'm not your gay nothing. <laughs> you can call me your gay friend, but I'm not your fucking gay daddy. I'm not your fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me brother, but I won't sit and call you say I'm my gay. But just talk, bro. Just say I'm your brother. You don't yeah. have to put the fucking prefix in front of this fucking gay brother. These <laughs> motherfuckers got to know they know what the fuck yeah. I am. What's wrong with you? Yeah. That's your brother. Don't call me sis oh. though. I'm not gonna be your sis, <laughs> but I'll be your brother. No. Mm. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh no. Uh, yeah. That is that is funny. Have y'all had a chance to talk with? with no, Dior we actually Trey? would like to. You know, any <laughs> member of the cast that you know, even Thriller, if he wants to come on, you know, we would love to talk. You know, sit down uh, and talk, and you know, let's uh, dish about what's going on. Okay. Well, what I mean, I could I could definitely reach out to, to King for y'all and 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 shoot him y'all way. If I can, you know, give him your numbers yeah, talk and we can sure. talk more a little bit more after the show. Because I, I, I believe he would love to do that and, and talk to y'all guys and give y'all like a little insight on what was going on. And then maybe even, you know, with Trey and stuff like that, uh, with Mo Womack and Howard. Uh, because I think that would be a great discussion too. So that way you can get a uh, uh, a different site on the inside of what was going on within that altercation, where it all started and how long their relationship was. Because I the 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 the, the I, from my understanding, is where it sounded like they were really, really good right. friends, and I was just like, "So mm-hmm. you're gonna let this yeah. like fuck up, kid? Like, even if y'all not cool no more, right. like, really? Like, people get pissed exactly. off over the smallest, pettiest thing. Right. It's like, wow, you really upset yeah. about that? You're not even with the motherfucker no more. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they not with them. You not with them. Y'all tripping yeah. off a motherfucker that's probably <laughs> in the back laughing at you." Like these right. these motherfuckers tripping, you know. I'm curious to know who the motherfucker was. Shit. What was it? <laughs> All right. Was it that good? So I mean, good, what the man. fuck? But, 
You got Corona bread out here. Yeah, but um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're about dick and booty. What the fuck? <laughs> Fuckers <laughs> dying from the dying from fucking flu of Corona. You know? right, so. We're about a motherfucker that ain't nobody with. <laughs> All right, so um, being man, as seeing everything back as a viewer, um, when you see the episodes back on, you know, when it airs, what have been your thoughts on certain scenes and situations? Like when you know, just a sponge and like on the whole situation with the confessionals. Because even when we look at the show, I'd be talking about news like. I, they talking about him like that. Like, what the fuck? Like, because we feel like we know you. So we'd be like, well, like, why are they saying this about him and stuff? So. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I Honestly, y'all, I would have to say that because I did, like I said, email Rishi G afterwards. And I was very upset when Markel made his first green screen. I was just like, I was in awe. Yeah. Because the first thing I did when he said it, I was like, Reading the chat room and listening, reading what people were saying, and I was I was upset. I was upset for a minute. I really was because I've never heard yeah. anybody disrespect me so bad before, and especially on a platform like this. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And I I you know I expressed myself to Reese and stuff like that. But that was I think the only thing that caught me off guard was that I didn't expect when it came to the confessional parts and the green and the. Uh, in between the scenes is what was being said. And really the only the main person yes. was Markel. And to be a motherfucker who sat but was so upset and obsessed, obviously, with me remembering and trying to make me remember you, it's just like, wow, like damn, I didn't know it was gonna be like this. Like this motherfucker here, you know, is like really going in on me. And then when yeah. it happened with Trey Womack, I'm like, wait a minute, why is everybody mm-hmm. trying to come what? for me? Like I am being. Am I the? Uh-huh. Am I the fucking guinea pig? Because at that point, I felt like, okay, I'm being. Okay. I'm being picked up. Right. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't do this shit. I was. I was very kind and polite to everybody on the cast, and then now it's just like this is going on. And then his excuse to me when he DM me back on Instagram when I expressed myself on an Instagram live about him and called him out, he sent me a. Uh, DM to my oh I didn't realize you had a mini stroke motherfucker you're lying because I told you this and I told you this more than once and then you you layered that by saying oh well we normally yeah. drink when yeah. we're doing our confession so you blame it on the alcohol which is the oldest fucking excuse in the book and I'm like that's not gonna work with me I don't even think I responded to him because at that point I'm just like no you you did it for me and that's that's one thing you can you can burn me so once, what but you're was, not gonna burn me. What twice. was Reese's response you know? when you you know told him how frustrated <clears throat> you were and told him you know how upset you were? What was his response? Well, Reese's response was was understood. It was it, it made sense that this is something that to expect when mm-hmm. doing a reality show that things to come out and people are entitled to say what they want to say in their confessionals, which I understand. And then, like I said, it's my first time doing it. So I've never experienced something like that. Uh-huh. And most people that say something to me, <laughs> they say it to my face or they don't say it at all. They keep their fucking mouth. You know what I'm saying? But this, the, but, but what I, I guess I kind of like about this is because this person said what he said about me thinking that I wouldn't uh-huh. see it saying it was because of the liquor 
And I guess he forgot that there was going to be a reunion show because, or that I wasn't, because I wasn't in Dallas anymore, that I wasn't going to come. But because I'm technically still part of the cast and I did get my invitation to the reunion, I have a spot and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. That was just something I just was not expecting. And that was the only thing, the only thing on through my entire time of show that caught me off guard and being able to go back and watch it was hearing mm-hmm. the confessionals and the stuff that was being said in scenes that I was not in that were about, you know, if, if my name got brought up or what was about me, I'm like, wow, okay. Wow, this is this is interesting. Now I know how they, they do it in the Housewives of Atlanta because they go back and they yeah, see everything and that was said. So off then all they over confront again. the individual about it. Okay. I'm all over again. And then you find out shit that, that you didn't know that was said and then it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, when you said <laughs> such and such, it's just like, wow, did you not know that you were going to see me again? You know, did, did you, you, you do know there's a reunion show after every season, right? You know, you know that, 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 that I've learned. So I know if I do end up being on another season, you know, Chasing Dallas or Chasing Lana or another reality show, that to expect that and to make sure that it's important for me to make sure that I do my confessionals and stuff like that, that that way people can hear my perspective on things that are going on. Or if somebody says something, I can get asked questions pertaining to that incident. Right. And I wouldn't say justify, but give my side okay. of what was going on. Okay. Cool beans. And so we, you pretty much answered what I was going to ask you next, which was, you know, pretty much how... <laughs> You know, Thriller, obviously, and Trey Womack have been very shady <laughs> towards you in their green screens, confessionals, and um, you talked about how those moments made you feel after you saw them. And so, you know, you've already stated that you planned to, um, you know, come through during the reunion and you are going to address it. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not going to expect you, Mr. Law. Enforcement. We not go. We not go see you up here fighting, right? You ain't gonna be tearing off no 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 man units, right? No, no, no. I can't control because my my words can be very stern and sharp. So I can't control what they it might cause the so other we person. We gonna to see do. you hollering. Look at your. You know, we gonna see you. you Look you at your see head. Me. Look at your head. <laughs> No. <laughs> what you got left on it? Nothing. No, no, Your bald headed bitch. I'll we ain't say, gonna see I you, you do another that, right? Be... <laughs> no, I'll probably be the quietest motherfucker on that stage. <laughs> Except when it comes to me and I have to dress certain things and I'm gonna be like, and that's right. all I gotta fucking say. So y'all can go ahead and do what y'all need to do. I'm gonna just sit back and watch. Uh-huh. That's, that's yeah, it. I see that. But I'm I'm head. very calm. Your head. That was the funniest thing to me. <laughs> I didn't know that that happened until I saw it flop. I'm like, oh wow, that thing it came off. I didn't know that was a, a piece. <laughs> me and Reggie had already figured that out. It was too stiff. It did it, not move. It was too increased in okay. the uh, scalp and stuff with the fat. I mean, with the rolls. Oh my on. god! So I, I just. And ain't nobody got no real red lightning bolt like that right down the middle of their goddamn head. <laughs> oh my god, I did not even notice that until big. after I saw big. it. I'm like, oh, that came mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
So they peeled, they peeled his the hat back. Thing at the same damn time. <laughs> get the super glue or something, wow. gorilla glue, whatever you got to get. Well, whatever that was on his yeah. head on last night's episode <laughs> with them all four lots. <laughs> what? I'm gonna oh, have to watch it because I didn't. Episode? I didn't watch it. It's just I didn't. I didn't watch it. No, because even then, like when I when I told my guy, he was just like, uh, "Are you in this episode?" I like, know he said, oh, "Well, I'm not gonna watch it anymore because <laughs> if you're not on, I don't want to watch it." Like all my friends and stuff, they're like, "Oh, uh, which episodes are you in?" I was like, "Well." You know, I can't say anything further past the ones. If you haven't seen that, I can tell you which but ones we, up to the we point, will but see, I can't But say. we will continue to see you, right? I, even after the lingerie party? I I don't think so. I don't, well, I don't know. Because I, 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 there's one part that I haven't seen yet that I know I was in. So it's possible that that will air... Next week, I'm gonna have to go back and watch what was on sure, this Thursday okay. so I can kind of okay. have an idea. But if not, then you okay. would definitely see me at the reunion. And, okay, and listen so if you had it your way, who would you keep <laughs> and who would you ask? I think we all know who you would ask from the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would definitely keep um, uh, Reese G, I would keep Carrie. Uh, have Premiere back on there, Aubrey. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would, of course, cut out Markel. I wouldn't, because to me, it's not all about having drama and stuff like that. I would want to keep people on that that are doing things. And, you know, your little arguments and disagreement here and there are are natural. That, That just happens. But if I don't need any like too much negativity, so I don't know if I would have people mm-hmm. on that are known to have beef with each other or like a bad history. Uh, because one of the things I want to know is like, do you know these people? Who do you know that's on the show? Because uh, you're gonna know the cast members and stuff after you get introduced, and then after knowing them. But I would definitely keep those people: Carrie D, Reese G, Premier Aubrey, and are you saying Georgina gotta go? Gotta go, gotta go. Okay, okay. So you know, and oh, and Amari was staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely okay. have to have her. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay. So yeah. and yeah, okay. Ari- I'm sorry, not Amari. Ariel. Yes, let me let me just ask this this one last thing. So production, I don't know if you can speak about production. We all know VCG <laughs> is the executive producer, and then he also stars in the show. What do you think? Tell us mm-hmm. your perspective on. Did you see the episode? It was the episode after the fight, and they all got together and they were at some restaurant. And one of the production, I guess, one of the members of production was also meeting. It was Reese, <clears throat> excuse me, Trey Womack, Dior, and his son. And I can't remember if the other guy was with him or not. But um, the guy from production was there. And apparently he had been, I guess, talking to Dior and Trey Howard and, you know, just kind of pretty much telling telling them how he set things up, so to speak. Did you see the episode? Pretty much. I didn't see the episode on how the, how the scene was set up. 
don't know. I didn't see that one. That I was, guess that was the guy's name the is Corey. That was on the episode? I believe his name is Corey. And he was just kind of stating how, I guess, when he would tell you all to film, how they would kind of set the scenes up. You know, almost like they knew who was not going to get along. So they would put them in the scenes together. And then apparently he had some oh. conversations um, with Dior about certain things. Then he, you know, then they were sending Reese recorded conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, and they were, this yeah, was, was this, discussed, yeah, like this on the show on the episode. episode. I'm going to have to go back yeah. and watch that. Man, I don't really know too much because of you know with mm-hmm. signing an NDA there's not too much that I can discuss um, as far as with the production and stuff like that or how they do things but I, I would have to see that the episode and I would be actually I'm actually surprised if, if that did happen that it was discussed like in an episode how things are filmed um, that's weird. He didn't that's, and yeah, it was I, I never, he, I've never had that you know, happen they like were saying, we did. I guess Dior and his family they were what they were saying is they felt like they were set up and they felt like they were set up by production and he oh. was saying and I guess he was oh. saying no oh, okay. they no I didn't set no no production didn't set anything up this is kind of how we kind of group you all together if you will But see that, and see that goes back to again when I met with the uh, the episode where we sat me King Kang and uh, Trey sat and he was talking about it. Trey was saying how upset that he was about the comment that was made by Howard on Facebook about the girls being stuffed, and he was upset about that as well as the whole incident with you know some guy that either they dated or they knew and they ended up sleeping with the same person. That from my perspective is that that was that was in the making that mm-hmm. was just going to happen because now if a conversation took place I'm not sure but when we were sitting there talking I got this I was under the assumption that, okay wow that he's really got it out for these two and then when he kept bringing it up again at the lingerie party I'm like okay well mm-hmm. and I, I obviously me trying to because talk you to already, doing yeah, this you already work, have a so mindset of what you're going to do I'm going to step back I've already tried yeah, you know what you're gonna do. You you just gonna do this like I'm not gonna say I'm giving up because I did try to talk you out of it, but I'm just gonna I spoke my piece. I'm gonna step back <laughs> and go have a drink and hopefully this night goes well for you. And apparently it didn't, you know, yes. because he, he got jumped and I I I didn't know all of them but jumped him. When you guys man, came out, you, you did know, try to help uh, break it up. Cause damn. Mm-hmm. I was trying to yeah keep everybody separate, you know, because I was I, I saw Dior, I saw Howard, I saw the dude that was with Dior, I saw Womack, saw Reese G, um, and of course the camera crews out there. But I was trying to make sure everybody it was, was so separate. many. Yeah, like you go, you know, come on Dior, go ahead and go this way. They was already walking. It was many people. I was like, he was going this way, and then I kept trying to keep Trey going back. He's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. I was like, Trey, just come on. Let's let's not do this. You know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to be doing this. Just let, let him go. Let him go. It's not gonna do any good. You know what I'm saying? People out here watching right. this stuff. This is this is Dallas. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't want fucking PD to come up here and be dealing with this shit. And everybody's mm-hmm. you know you're gays and you know, not to say that every cop is gay friendly. So this is the kind of shit don't need to be done. And I don't want to be involved yeah. in it. 
So I'm taking my black ass back inside once I get you calmed down. So and that's what did. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I don't feel that it was a, in my opinion, I don't feel that it was a setup based just based on the okay, conversations okay. that I had with, with Trey Womack and King Kane. Because it just it just so happens, mm-hmm. like when the cast is, you know, you can tell by everybody that's on the cast, like everybody has their own vibe with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like Carrie D is neutral as hell. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty much neutral, but I know King Dior. I know Reese G, but I'm not Are familiar sure with everybody else. Know I know King Kane just, just from seeing him <laughs> and then getting to know him. But uh, <laughs> and I definitely don't know that motherfucker. <laughs> He's just gonna stroke them. Like if I don't know you, then don't take offense to it. You know what I'm saying? If I if I had a stroke, I said if you don't know what a mini stroke is, read upon it, educate yourself. I don't intentionally forget people. I said, did we have yeah. a fallout? It's like, no. I said, okay, then it's, don't take it personally. If I don't remember who you are, then I don't remember who you are. But hey, let's be cool down. But he just took it somewhere else. Like, yeah. yeah. Like the Mariah Carey Jeff, I don't know her. Right. But, um, I'm about to go Eminem on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck around. But, yo, but yeah, people, we always tell y'all people don't fight huge words at the end of every episode, but don't fight in parking lot shops and the shopping centers as well, people. That reminded me of um, speaking of bad news, Monique, it reminds me of, you know, the alley in the shopping center and people fighting in the shopping center parking lot. <laughs> Stop fighting in shopping center parking lots, people. That's not what it's for. Get her on that cement ground and everything. Police and come don't out be hotter. Look at your head. Now look at your head. You're not gonna let that. You're not gonna let his wig coming off die. So that thing was hilarious, and I think it was the way he was going off and hollering and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your head. Look at your. Like what? Yeah, they were. Oh my goodness. They was enjoying yes. that. Yes. <laughs> so you know, this is FNL. So we always keep it all the way a thousand, unapologetic. So is there anything else that you need to say on the show for the people to know? <laughs> um, not really. One of the, the things I want to go back on is that, um, you know, my reason for, again, backing out of running for president for 2020 uh, was not because I didn't feel that I would be wouldn't be a good president. It's just that the way that the stipulations are set up in, the, in that game and doing it is that you pretty much have to be very wealthy where you're making you know, six and seven figures, you know, year to be able to to do that, start off doing it on your own. But I still suggest that anytime that you have a dream or you have an idea and you want people or the world to know about it, to not be afraid to speak out on what you believe and something that you believe in and just and just act on it and do it. Regardless if anybody thinks or likes what you're thinking or what your ideas are, just just go for it. Eventually somebody will jump on and and help you and, and be part of the bandwagon. If not, at least you were able to speak your piece. Yes, and you can't say that you did not try. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. So what's next up for you in 2020 and beyond? Um, well, right now I am, and I still got rocksports.com that is still going long and strong. Uh, got some new models that are coming on. I've also brought on somebody that I, I said that would be assisting with being a new fresh face for the uh, for the the company on the site. His name is Joker Red. He's pretty much like on the banners for the uh, the Twitter page and 
Um, I'm trying to put them on Tumblr, but you know how Tumblr is. You know, got their days. Um, mm-hmm. Then I'm still recruiting new models. Um, going to start doing a lot more filming in Florida, uh, Atlanta, probably on the East Coast, uh, like New York and Philly. Um, I, of course, I said jumping back into the industry. I got the okay from the boyfriend to start doing porn again. Um, so I'll be making a comeback in July. Probably the first feature that I'll be in probably won't be on the site until maybe the end of July, early August. Uh, so I'm going to start doing scenes and stuff like that and continue building the company. Um, I am, don't know when it's going to happen, but I am looking into uh, possibly uh, starting like maybe a bar or a club, but I haven't decided which city for sure that I want to open it up in. Okay, okay. Yeah, and know, so... We love a good drink in the bar, so we uh, we'll definitely be... I know. Oh yeah, and I know how to I know how to make sure people have a good time. I've always been a, a you know, when I go out at critique clubs and stuff, and how they treat me when I come in town with the models and stuff, and they're like, hey, you know, this is you know, this is like VIP. You need to treat like VIP. You know, these aren't just anybody. People see us on websites and DVDs and stuff like that. So if you show us a good time, we're going to make sure that we show your patrons a good time. You know what I'm saying? So that's important that. You know, if you got any promoters or club owners that, that listen to your show, is that important when you have adult film entertainers um, and, you know, upcoming artists that come to your venue? You know, you don't have to give them the bar, but, you know, treat them with a little bit of love and respect. Welcome them to your city. Welcome them to your venue, because when we leave that city or that place, we're going to tell our friends about that spot. And then that's the place that they're going to flock to because we said that it was that it was popping. So. Kind of show us a little bit of love sometime. Okay. Now, are you in Florida, like, permanently now? Yes. Um, Because at first, it was going to be, you know, I was feeling back in Chicago and stuff like that. But uh, Florida was, like, better for as far as, like, living-wise and places that I want to live and easier to start doing filming. So I said, okay. Because I lived out here before. I stayed in Florida. I stayed in Atlanta. I stayed in Chicago. But you're in my you're in Miami. Yeah, I'm gonna. You're in. Are you in Dade County? No. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, it will be Dade County. That's where that's where the new place is going to be in Dade County. But I don't mind. I like Miami though. Okay. I don't. Yeah. It's Broward is where you don't want to be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Broward County. I mean, it's cool in Fort Lauderdale, but yeah, yeah. Broward. Yeah, you know. Not to mention they were the first to get the in Florida. You know, outside of uh, I think it was Tampa. Broward had got like two or three cases of people that have the coronavirus. So mm. uh, the only th- good thing I would say about Broward County, especially Fort Lauderdale, is they got a lot of clubs that are 18 and up. And then in Miami, all the clubs there are mostly 21 and up. So if you're trying to get the young crowd, it's kind of hard, especially if you go on South Beach, because there are no clubs that are 20 that are 18 and up on South Beach. But in inner city Miami, that would be something that I would try to go for is open up a bar club in the city that way. I can try to draw the younger crowd because even though they don't drink or they can't drink and try to prevent that from happening, they are going to come out. You know what I'm saying? They're going to drag their older friends out with them. And they just, young folks need a place to go. You know, they need a place to go that's, that doesn't have all the fighting and shit going on. That's, that's going to be one of my right. big things too. Zero tolerance for all that. Okay, okay. Definitely sounds well, like it sounds good. like you, yeah. Sounds like you got a vision, honey. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. 
and definitely so when you're on the, you know, if, if once you are closer to Reggie and I, please reach out and, you know, listen, I don't do no driving to New York, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, Northern Virginia, <laughs> D.C., North- you know, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come and hang out now, but I come to New York because I don't want to drive in New York. Okay, okay. You do Norfolk? <laughs> Well, I born and raised in um, Bad News, Newport News, Virginia. So when you were in Norfolk, let us know. Reggie lives in Virginia Beach. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool. So yeah, that'll work then. Because I, I was in Virginia Beach a while back, so I actually did some oh. filming. Um, I think yeah, we were well. It was in Norfolk, but we're, we're not too far. Okay, Reggie, yeah, we so. can all meet up at the rallies. It's <laughs> 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 terrible. <laughs> And I'm from Philly, so you know I'll take the drive. I'm new to the drive, so we can do a. And I will ride with Reggie. Yes, you can come yes. right here and pick me up because you have to come through here to get to Philadelphia. So I will ride with I you. I'll make sure you get on the bus to get to my. Oh family. no! Wait, he gonna put you on a bus. <laughs> okay, and I was gonna offer you a piece of change and gas money, but being that you owe me all the Google checks, you won't get that. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah. Don't do it to yourself, Rock. You don't want to take his side on this. You don't want to take his side on this, okay? I don't want you getting skeletal on me. I don't have no problems. You know? Yeah, because yeah. see, I am going to remember my chaos, okay? These false dreams aspirations. But um, so I do thank you again for coming back on the show. Um, we kept up work, yes. like you said. We're going to come back we... on the Always welcome. Yes, so we it, have had so much fun with you. Yes. So much, so much fun enjoy, with you. I always been enjoy being on with y'all. Y'all always keep it real. So, you know, any, like yeah. I said, anytime you want me to come on, you let me know. I definitely love being on here talking to you guys and talking well, to Well, we definitely, we'll definitely have to try to do something after the reunion. We want to see how you read yes. them and get them, get them together. Yes, <laughs> yes. Tune in for that because we definitely going to have to talk yeah. after that one. Definitely after the reunion, for sure, for sure. Now, where can people find you at? And if people want to audition to be one of the rock boys and everything, where can they audition? Where can they find you on social media? All that. Oh, stuff? for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, you can check out rocksboys.com if you're interested in becoming a model for rocksboys.com. Just visit rocksboys.com forward slash rock r o c k and another forward slash. You can also um, hit us up at rocksboys Twitter, which is rock x. Or Rockefellers, which is at Rockefellers on Twitter. You can DM any one of those Twitter handles, and one of my scouts or myself will be sure to respond to you and, you know, let you know what links you need to follow. If you want to follow me directly on my Twitter, it's at Rock Rockefeller. My Instagram is also Rock Rockefeller. So I made sure I locked that down. And um, if you don't want to be a model, but you just want to check out the content, all you got to do is, you're not sure where it is, just put in Rockefellers Entertainment or Google or just Head right on over to rocksboys.com. Yes, and keep the classy thoughts because you do got a man, so uh, be respectful in your DMs. <laughs> yes, please be respectful in my DMs. My man yes. don't play that. <laughs> is your man, is he new? No, he's he's not a model. He is someone that we've been together for a while now. Um, so, and I will say this. Now it, how long is a while? You know, I'm going to get all up in your business. <laughs> no, you could. No, how, we, how long is a while? Is a while? Four months? Six months? Have no, you... it's since August. Okay, so since you... August. Okay, so you know your man longer than you've known Thriller. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I remember my man every day. Well, that's a good thing. As you and the one thing, and I will say this before we go, is that I'm definitely, you know, blessed because I don't know if you all knew, like, back in 2015, I was dating someone for, like, three years. He had passed away in 2015. Mm-hmm. And I had been, like, on a search to find, like, some, we're not really looking, you know, because I've always had this whole thing. If you keep looking for something, it's not going to come to you. Mm-hmm. But he, he fell into my life and we just hit it off. And he's been very supportive because he's actually part of the reason why I decided to get back into the industry because he wanted me to, he said, you need to focus on your business. You know, he said, because you got a successful business and a successful brand and company, you need to put all your energy into that. And that's what I've been on since, since then. So. I'm very grateful okay. and thankful for being blessed with a with a young man. Like Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you. Praise God. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. I should have my shit Listen, listen, because I got me a husband, honey, and, 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 and you know, I'm thankful for him. Okay. Okay. Amen. Reginald, you know, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, listeners, no goodness. Oh my gosh, y'all! We have had so much (laughs) fun with you. Oh my goodness! I thank y'all so much for bringing me back on, and we're just gonna have to stay in touch. And I will do what I said I was gonna do and get you all in contact with King Dior and Trey Howard. Okay, all right. Okay. The family. Kirk yes. Franklin and the family. <laughs> 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 I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> goodness. Oh. I'm done. I'm Monique. <laughs> you see what Reggie got to put up with. Uh, Reggie, how did you do it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I lost my train of thought now. What was, what was he saying? Well, he don't pay me, so she didn't derail your ass. <laughs> Good. I deserve a Google gift oh. card for that one. But, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh. Thank you so much, Rob, for coming on the show. Um, everyone, make sure you follow him. Like, you know, gave all the social media out and everything like that. So, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. And we appreciate you. And we look forward to yes. seeing you next time at the reunion for sure. I appreciate it. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks, Nick. You all have a good you night. You too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.